Welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, a.k.a. MFKS Radio, on the airwaves dial at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, who done been Dunkirked and aren't recovered. I did not want to read that, <laughs> so I didn't. Uh, the Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate to the point you dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. My God, why can't I say that right? I have no idea what I that I like you wrote that, so I, I, I don't know what it's your fault. Uh, we have a guest today, not a robot. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very shocking, actually. Yeah, um, our good friend Aaron Kelly, who has changed his Twitter name to Mysterious Aaron. Yep. Because we talk about him as being not real. 100%. How long has it actually been? Like, has anybody sat down and crunched the numbers of, like, when the last time we saw each other was? I saw you with Kucher that one time. <laughs> one time? I when I was still working over there. At an OJ's, that's right. Okay. And I don't work there anymore. <laughs> I feel like I haven't seen you since... Did you come to the pint one night? Yes. Yeah. That's the last time. Yeah. One time. That's that the was in like December. Yeah. And then we were going to get together for the January yeah. Oilers Nation thing. Yeah. And then you did it. Oh, yeah. I dropped the I ball. Did. Oh, you did. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. So it's been, it's been a while. But it's it been like a good seven months. Seven months. Yeah. For seven sure. Months. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, coming, like, we used to see each other every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, Aaron, Aaron Kelly is real. The withdrawal is real, I think, too. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to point out that he's wearing a New York Yankees hat today. 100%. Which makes me very happy. So, we're going to talk about some baseball, probably. Oh, yeah. Kind of how, how I feel this is going to go. Um, I said, you guys will speak, and I'll just sit here and be silent. Yeah, but then you guys were talking about <laughs> basketball, and I was like, I don't got anything to say. Because <laughs> I just don't care. Um, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I don't care. Why don't you guys talk sports first? Because that's my least favorite thing in the world. <laughs> On this quote-unquote sports, <laughs> sports podcast. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Um, you want to talk about the Yankees? Sure. Can we fix their pitching problem? No. Okay. Can't be done. At all. I wish Severino could pitch more often. I know, right? Because he's pretty good. But, oh, yeah. they're just, ah, they're frustrating. Here's my input. Can he throw the ball better? Uh, I don't know. No, actually, he throws the ball pretty well. Uh, I watched the last um, two innings, I think, last night. Yeah. Because I got home from movie late. And, uh... Man, Chapman's, like, lost something from last year. And, like, I know there's, like, the, oh, my God, he can throw punches. Yes, I know. I get it. But, like, just, that's not what I want to talk about right now. I know. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a very hard thing for me to, like, reconcile in my head that he played there. But, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. That's hard to watch. I honestly think as much, like, like I'm a very casual baseball fan. And, honestly, the only reason I ever started watching the Yankees was when I went to New York for school just mm-hmm. to try and fit in and, like, had something to talk about. Because you try and talk about hockey on the East Coast and they're, like, like, we literally lived right across from where the Islanders played. Like, you could see pieces of the, the like the arena falling off in, like, a heavy windstorm <laughs> and stuff. And nobody still cares about hockey whatsoever. Yeah, right? okay, that's fair. So There's, like, a I, very like, small, rabid fan base. And that's 100%, it. Yeah. yeah, and that's it. Like, a couple of guys who were New Jersey fans that were there, but then everybody hated them because they're from New Jersey, and it's a whole rivalry thing there. But um, I think I'm honestly having more fun entertainment and watching people who were, like, giant Blue Jays bandwagers like falling off of that now and just like losing fun. their mind I think that's why I'm having more fun with it honestly it's, it's pretty fun I enjoy that too yeah um, and like watching today I saw just on Twitter like a half an hour ago it was like what should they do with Josh Donaldson and someone's like trade him to the Red Sox and I was like oh my god <laughs> but then I, I was like the, like the the Yankee fan in me I was like please don't do that no exactly that would be a terrible terrible thing um, but it's interesting to watch them I think like they're Literally, in the last two years, they've been, like, this title-contending team where people are talking about how great they are and what they're doing for, you know, an entire nation because they're playing baseball here, and, of course, the Expos are gone. 
sorry, low tide. Uh, <laughs> but like they're they're falling from grace, and now they're talking about we got to tear it down. Like it's a whole rebuild. We're gonna go back to having nine thousand fans in the stadium again when they're playing the Yankees or the Red Sox, and like it's gonna be yeah. dark days again, right? So which like I don't particularly care one way or the other. Um, I don't want them to fold because like that's mean spirit and there are people who are like legit Blue Jay fans, and like because I remember when I was in elementary school it was when they won. I was like grade f- I want to say like grade four and grade five when they won the World Series, and, and it was a big backs. thing. Yeah, it was a big thing. Like everybody was a Blue Jays fan, but like I don't know. It's it's fun it's fun to watch the people like follow the bandwagon, but also like to turn on Sportsnet and the Jays get like spanked, and it's like let's talk about the Jays for fifteen minutes, and I was like, ugh, this is how it feels when they talk about the Maple Leafs for fifteen minutes yeah. when like the Oilers are doing great things or the Flames are playing well or whatever, and they're like, oh, let's talk about that Toronto sports team. That's really frustrating to me. Well, I think it's interesting too, like when you get into it of the whole idea about like how you even became a fan of the team that you cheer for, right? Because so many people, it's a geographic thing, right? Like yeah. you live there and that's where you are, but like. Like you're a Packers fan. I'm, you know, embarrassed by that. But how do you become a Packers fan? Is it just like... Um, because my dad's a Bears fan, sort of-ish. Okay. And I used to have this thing when I was little. I would, like, cheer against him. Totally. And the Packers <laughs> just happened to be... Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I was, like, seven or eight. Like, it's been a long time. Um, and I just, like, cheered for the Packers. And then, like, I remember Brett Favre, like, as a young quarterback. And then, like, kind of working my way through. And they won their first Super Bowl. I was, like, 13. So I was, like, kind of cemented it right there. Because, like, the Packers here in Edmonton before, like, I had time shift to be able to actually watch them. Like, I get to see them, like, once every six weeks, maybe. Yeah. Right? And so, like, it was kind of a thing. And now it's easier to be a fan, but, like, yeah, that's why. I don't know. And I've had people like, oh, you just like them because of Aaron Rodgers. And I was like, no, I was really, really angry that 8-8 eight eight season <laughs> after Farm retired. I was not a happy person, <laughs> let me tell you. And so, no, it's just been, like, so I was, like, what, 8 and I'm 34? So it's been a while? Yeah. yeah. I've been a fan? I like that. Yeah. And who's your team again? Steelers. Gotta be. That's disgusting. 100%. Why? How? Uh, I remember that it now. It literally came from when I was uh, 14 and turning 15. I wanted to play high school football and I weighed all of 80 pounds <laughs> and it was a disaster. Uh, I remember actually my mom came to watch my first game and I was on kickoff and I'm running down the field and then I see her on the sideline and I stop paying attention and out of nowhere somebody just comes and like ear holes me and I literally did like a side somersault my (laughs) shoes went flying and I landed back down (laughs) and like I was fine like it was just such a shock thing but my mom literally got up and she was like that's it I'm never watching another game again she went and sat in the car for the rest of the football game and never came to anything else but wow so trying to play in the football team i was like okay i gotta you know all these guys are talking about nfl i gotta try and find a team here and pick one and um i remember watching sports center and it was week one and tommy maddox was playing quarterback for the steelers okay and he went to throw and as he did he threw and then his arm just went all the way back around and I was mortified by how disgusting it was. And I was like, is this what's going to happen to me? Like, is this what, like, if I have to play quarterback, this is what's going to happen? And so I was kind of like, oh my gosh, this is terrifying. And um, so I waited and then I knew, you know, the NFL would come around next week and I wanted to try and find it. And luckily, because it's the Steelers, they get a lot of national coverage. Yeah. And so I found them and I watched the week two game and they won and it was pretty entertaining. And I was like, sweet, yeah, I'll give this a shot. Yeah. And they ended up going 15-1 and one that season, so I was like, oh, okay, this is I the team. Recall, like, I do recall yeah. that year, yeah. I can so. chime in here. Here you go. Okay. Because my husband is a Philly Eagles fan. Oh, that poor... How are you married to this no, man? No, and here's the best part. I don't know why. <laughs> 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 I think it's because of some family friends, because okay. they, like, go... Like to training camp. Like even oh, really? Eagles fans like, don't I, like the Eagles. No, like, never. Low Tide could probably comment on that too. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not. 
Oh, children. Man. He's oh, got that's... a hat and everything. And, like, my husband never wears hats. Wow. That's, yeah, that's, that is a straight... But it's interesting because, like, here, and this is a conversation I've had with people, like, in the States and in Eastern Canada, like, most people I know here are Seahawks fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like, and if for baseball, they're, like, Mariners fans because just geography and, like, we have, like, the Spokane TV channel so we can watch, it's you know... TV. It's yeah. on TV. and you see it. But, like... I can't stand the Seahawks. No. Like, if a sinkhole were to open up underneath the Quest Field or whatever it's called, <laughs> I probably wouldn't mind, because I also really, really, really don't like um, Pete Carroll. Yeah. Like, an awful lot. And Russell Wilson, yeah, no. Just, like, save Richard Sherman from the disaster, because I like him a lot. But, like, yeah, it's really interesting, like, the geography, like, sports fan thing, because, like, Oilers fans, I suppose, make sense, because you're here, mm. and they're just part yeah. of... Except for you. Because you had a... Cho- well, you had a choice. What choice did I have? You could have become a Flames fan living in Red Deer. No, 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 no. Just, you could have. Papa Zadier was an Oilers fan. Okay. Because he moved here in 92, but he was already an Oilers fan. But growing up, he liked Boston. Okay. Which doesn't make any sense in Saskatchewan, but maybe it was just on TV. It was just because it was, but my dad's a Habs fan for the same reason. Like, they just got the Habs games, and that's how he became a fan. And Mm -hmm. also, because he, when he was a kid, they spoke French at home. Mm. Um, oh. But, like, anyone my, my parents' age, like, has a team who's an original six team. Yeah. Right? Well, I wonder, too, for your dad, like, growing up in Saskatchewan, is it more of just, like, you don't want to pick an Alberta team then just because there's that, you know, natural competition, I guess, between the two provinces? Or uh, is it just the original six thing, you think? It's probably, yeah. like, more, more than anything, probably, probably original, original six. six. And then even with expansion, like, they just kind of stuck to their... Because I have cousins who grew up, like, on the farm in Saskatchewan who are, like, my age-ish, and they're, like, Leafs fans. Because but that's, I'm sure, their dads too, are Leafs fans. like, because my dad was what 21 when the Oilers entered the league yeah. right and to have something like someone like Wayne Gretzky on the team yeah. right away oh, for sure. like it'd be just like people who are young and just getting into hockey and obviously you want to cheer for someone like Connor or like Austin right because they're exciting and they're yeah. as old as you are it makes sense that an expansion yeah. team would be interesting like that to people yeah that's true what's that got to be like do you think like in your formative years as a sports fan like coming in and being able to cheer for like Leon or Connor like we had like Dennis Grebeshkov. Like, that was like our go-to. Oh, wow. Like that's what you're looking and putting up on the like, pedestal, right? Like, see for me is like when I think of like name, players oh who were young when I like started watching yeah. the Oilers, it was Mike Comrie. Yeah, oh, yeah. And like had a super big crush on Mike Comrie. Oh, just terrible stories about Mike Comrie. <laughs> There's a lot of them out there. Yeah, There's just the worst. Because his first run here when he was like 20-ish, 21, he used to go to the bar a lot with Eric Brewer. Mm-hmm. Eric Brewer also may or may not have had like a nose candy problem, which I feel like we talked about this one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so yeah, just stuff like that. And but just, you is your things. question like how self-hating are we now? That's what I'm saying. Like that's like the toughest part to get through. Like for them, it's easy. That you know, like you're you're coming in and you're 16, 17. You know, you're learning to drive kind of thing, and so you're gonna yeah. do that. And you're gonna start going to the bars and be able to go watch games and go there. But like, yeah, for us, like it's I don't know. Like, I remember, honestly, when they made the playoffs, like, this year, and the Decade of Darkness was over, like, I literally was kind of like, meh. Yeah. Like, I had I was fallen too. off yes. the band, like, not bandwagon, but I'd fallen off enjoying yeah. it so much, because it just, there were so many years where, you know, they'd have that, like, I had a buddy who, um, his parents are pretty well off, and they had season tickets, and there were a few years where he could not give them away. Like, I literally, I remember I'd see him calling me, and I'm kind of like, okay, I'm 99% sure I know what this is about, so I'm going to let it go to voicemail. (laughs) And then hear it, and it'd be a call, and he'd be like, hey, man, like, I've got tickets to, like, the Columbus game tonight. Do you want to come out? And I'd be like, ugh. Who wants to see Columbus? It's already 6.45. The game's at 8. I mean, I don't know. 
They're only silver tickets, like row 10. You can't even go under. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do it. And I just call them back. I'm like, oh, sorry, man. I totally have so much schoolwork. I can't come. Like, yeah. Even though, you're, you know. even though you're just sitting at home, like, hitting your Instagram like, watching literally. the game on TV. Because, yeah. Because yeah, you hate yourself enough to watch it on TV, but not enough to go. I did yeah. that this year with the game where we, was it when Connor got 100 points? Yeah. That one? I, I got that same call. My friend Davis Davis, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he had his friend's tickets. And it was like, it was like 6.45. Game started at 8. I had poutine in the oven. I was like, I'm oh, so God. sorry, Davis. <laughs> I've come in here, man. I can't do it. I remember giving you shit for that, too. Yeah. I was just like... Yeah. No, I yeah, I feel that that I feel that way too. Like when they hit the playoffs this year it was very it was very weird. Mm-hmm. I didn't I mean I enjoyed it, but I was kind of like I was more happy that they were out. And not because they were out, it was just like it was over. Yeah. It was like the last time they were in the playoffs because you weren't old enough to go to the bar then. The just barely not. Okay, just so cuz I was 17. Yeah. How old were you? I was 17, but yeah. I was in grade 12 though. That's oh, the right. thing. Yeah. So I like I was twenty three the last time they were in the playoffs and I was working I was finishing up my, my arts degree and I was like working at the pool and like taking a night class and so like I had to go to school a couple nights, they had games, I was really annoyed by it. But I went to the bar for ninety mm. percent of their games and like it was fun and whatever. And this time around it was I don't know if it's because it hadn't happened for so long. I don't know what it was, but it just it, it did not didn't enjoy that part. I'd rather just watch it at home quietly. Yeah, yeah. Like, that game that they won 7-1 or whatever, mm-hmm. I turned it off after the first and watched the Yankees. <laughs> like, the whole 18 <laughs> innings, because it was amazing. But, like, I was just like, well, they're probably not going to screw this up. So I just turned it off. I didn't even yeah. care. And then I was like, I'll pay attention to the score app, and, like, if it gets to, like, 5-3 or 5-4, maybe I'll flip it back on. And it didn't, so I was like, no, I'm good. I know. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure out why it wasn't enjoyable. And I think it's because I didn't want to be emotionally invested in yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because for so many years, they were so bad and it hurts. Oh, yeah. Bad. And I was still kind of And the stakes waiting. are so much higher now that there's actually a chance. And I was kind of like, waiting for the other shoe to drop, too. Yeah. And just like, all of a sudden, this is going to be taken away. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. oh, this isn't real. Wake up from this terrible dream. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It was, a, it was very strange. Well, it was very strange thing. Yeah, it was weird. Like, I found... Like, in 06, we lucked out because um, one of my friends, he had those, like, the playoff, or not playoff packs, power packs, whatever they were, mm-hmm. the but packs, then you yeah. got into the draw kind of thing, yeah. and so we actually got to go to a game every round, nice. which was unreal, and, like, in grade 12, we could afford that, too. That was a crazy thing. Like, I think the Carolina series, we were in the second level, but we still, I think our tickets were 200, and that was the most expensive they Ooh, were. Like, nice. I remember being there in the game three against San Jose, and, like, it going into triple overtime, and, like calling my dad and being like okay if this goes to midnight can I go to White Ave afterwards instead of going to math tomorrow like I'm already not doing well anyway so what's the point we're in, we're in the end of May here anyways right but um but no definitely this time around like I went out to the bar a couple of times to watch games but it was only just because a student of mine his dad had just opened up a new bar on Stony Plain Road I'm trying to remember what it's called they advertise all the time on 1260 but uh, I went there to go check it out and like yeah, it's just people yelling and screaming and stuff like that, but I did enjoy actually just going home and watching it, like, with my dad and with my mm-hmm. uncle and, like, sitting yeah. there and doing that mm-hmm. a lot more this time around. And Yeah, me too. That side of it. Less, like, the result, honestly, I was kind of still, like, you know, like you said, you don't want to get emotionally involved again, but... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was very it was very strange. And, like, I, I, said, I was on Twitter and whatever, and someone was, like, commenting about how the others, like, make them sad or whatever. I was like, or you could just be dead inside. It doesn't matter anymore. And then her response was, like... She's like, I watched you go through the playoffs, and I don't want to be numb like that. And I was like, oh, man, it's the only way I could do it. Like, I just didn't have the energy to, like, be invested. Because I spent a lot of time this year being, like, invested the other way. So I was just like, I'm not 
If they win, great. If they don't, oh, and I remember it's all like good. year after year when it was like Hall Nuge Ebbs, the super rookies, yeah, and just like seeing those glimmers of hope, and then in the last fucking three minutes of the game. <laughs> Every fucking yeah. game. Oh, I know. Having it taken away. And then just being, like, fucking furious yeah. about it. And yeah. I was so invested that I would have, like, dreams every night about fucking hockey players. Yeah. I was like, this is... You might want to rephrase that. This <laughs> is too much. I'm, <laughs> I'm not redacting anything. <laughs> it's as is right now. But, yeah, it was just... Yeah, so it was very strange. And so, like, I think for me, like, as an Oilers fan, I'm kind of a little bit more detached. And I'll just watch hockey yeah. now. More so mm-hmm. than I ever have before. Like... I don't know. I'll watch. Like my my limit is like the Flames and the Canucks because I don't care. I probably right. won't, and I probably honestly won't watch the Avalanche play anybody. Yeah, because they're so bad. Sorry, Davis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, which is funny because a friend of mine and I bought a power pack for this year. With did the, you get one? We did with the New Jersey game in it, but it's also <gasps> got the Avalanche. Megan, you so, didn't tell me this. We didn't know we were going to. She was on the list, and then it was just like kind of <sighs> happened, and there was two tickets, and there we were. Um, but it's also got the Avalanche, and so like I'm more than okay paying like two hundred and twenty dollars to go see the Devils, but also two hundred and twenty dollars to see the Avalanche. Like, probably not. that's me too. Yeah. 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 So maybe I'll find someone who's a super fan and sell my ticket. That was actually <laughs> my first professional like sports team jersey was an Avalanche one. Oh, those jerseys were They're so good. Awesome, yeah. though. But it was totally the same thing you were saying with your dad, where like. I would just cheer against the teams he was cheering for, and so yeah. like yeah, the Avalanche came into the year and like or the league in '96, mm-hmm. yeah. something like that. And yeah, as soon as they came in, I just like asked them to buy me like the hat and the jersey, and that's what I did every time it was Oilers Avalanche. I was sitting there cheering against cool the Oilers. Spot. But yeah. that's also my strategy in marriage: <laughs> <laughs> cheering against Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> she make it sound wonderful. It's super fun. Um, how is it that he's back at home? Are you like used to it again that he's around? Uh, well, he's barely back at home. Like, he was gone all weekend, and then I was gone to Sylvan. We got seven days together over the next week in Jamaica, so I'm psyched for that. Are you? Are you really psyched? I'm really psyched <laughs> okay. for that. Because he can't fucking answer emails from Jamaica, so it's like That's fair, okay. full attention. That's fair. It's going to be great. But yeah, no, I don't know. This, and it's funny, I was thinking about, like, the Packers thing, too. Like, I like watching them, and I got been to Green Bay and whatever, and mm-hmm. it's awesome, but, like... I like also being able to watch them from a distance. Like, it's just nice yeah. to not have that, like, emotional investment. Like, I mean, I'm very emotionally invested. I cried when they won the Super Bowl. I was, like, washing the dishes because I, like, couldn't stand to watch it. And I just, like, I was so happy. Um, but, like, I don't have the, like, that community of people, I think, which I think it makes it a little yeah. bit easier to, like, be a fan and be invested and be upset. Whereas, like, with the Oilers, it's hard to, like, not be super happy about the team. Right, because there's all that like backlash. There's so much community. Yes, there's yeah, all yeah. of that that comes around, with, and it's just kind of like I don't really feel the same way that you do. And the community is very overwhelming. Yeah, like a lot overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's aggressive. Um, it is. I'm yeah. I'm gonna go on a podcast uh, next week. I'm recording it on Sunday. Um, at, uh With Five for Howling, uh, Coyote's blog, and we're gonna talk about Oilers fans. And <laughs> I'm really excited to do that. On a podcast that probably no Oilers fans will listen to, <laughs> which is like the, the point, the reason I'm going to do it. But like I'm, and because one of the questions that that Sarah asked me was like, "Will you be? Are you willing to like talk about that those fans?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah." yeah. <laughs> like I'm not going to name names, but yes, for sure. Like because there's a lot of that to talk about. Um, yeah, I don't. Ugh. I hate Oilers fans sometimes. 
it's That's hard. why I just, like, for you, you disconnected, like, from Oilers and went to hockey. For me, like, I disconnected from sports altogether. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, it's so freeing, man. See, but I think there's still fun. Like, there's a lot of storylines I still enjoy about sports beyond the actual sport of it and stuff. Like, I mean, the stuff with, like, Connor's contract negotiation and Leon's, like, I find fascinating just to try and listen to. And even what's going on in the NBA when they're comparing it to those mega contracts and yeah. stuff. And it was interesting. I heard somebody, I want to say he was... He's a former NBA or former NFL player, but he was saying the way that you get rid of these like super teams and preventing that stuff is by getting rid of player maximum contracts. Because he said you still have your salary cap, but if you were going to go and you know come up to somebody like LeBron and said, okay, we have a $100 million salary cap. We want to give you $75 million a year. We'll fill out the rest of the team with $25 million. Right. He said there's no way people will be able to turn that down, right? Like there's, there's just – it's too mm-hmm. much money, and so – like, it's interesting with Connor and stuff where almost every, you know, tweet you would read would still say, people would say, give him 14 $15 million, $20 million, whatever you're talking, he's still the value that you'll yeah. get out of it, right? Like, Which is fair, because yeah. he's that good, but... And then there's no money left over for yeah. other stars. And right? the difference in yeah. basketball, like, their cap is higher and they have fewer players to pay, so, True. like, you can pay guys more to to fill out that roster, whereas, like, in hockey, like, that's, that's 50 contracts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they got, what, $73 million? Like, it's not a lot of money when you're paying, like, 12 and a half to one guy and $6 million to somebody else <laughs> $4 million to somebody else. Um, it's just it's not a lot of money, like, when it yeah. comes right down. And then you have a contract that you haven't dealt with yet because you haven't made an agreement on. And so that's going to be anywhere between, like, you know, conservative estimates for, like, six and a half to eight. That's mm-hmm. a lot of money, yep. right? And then so then you got to, like, pay guys like Eric Raba $900,000, and hope that that's enough. Like, hope that, that he can do what you want him to do for that mm-hmm. much money, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's the difference between those. And, like, but baseball's my favorite. Because it's just, like, money. Who cares about money? Oh. <laughs> it's just, yeah. like, millions of dollars. It's great. Well, even the way it goes just and filters down even through, like, the minor leagues and stuff. And then the whole system around it. Like, my roommate um, in college, he his job before he decided to, you know, his fallback job was becoming a lawyer. But um, <laughs> his, like, real passionate thing he actually wanted to do was he was writing for Baseball America. And so it was his job. Like, he was just driving around the South, and, like, he would go watch, like, high school uh, baseball games and, like, the lowest kind of whatever A games there are and stuff like that, and then write about these prospects and do that. And he was getting paid enough of a salary to be able to, to, like, live off of that, right? That's awesome. And I'm like, that's that's ridiculous to me that... And he literally, I think, just had North Carolina. So he has one state just in the South, and it's his job just to cover that for Baseball America just for prospects in high school. That's crazy. and he but, has enough money to make But baseball contracts. is nuts because you hear about the guys that assign like a $3 million deal when they're 60 and like it's like yeah. a futures contract or whatever. Like that's crazy. Um, but it's also like, we, t- we talked about it a little bit a couple weeks ago, but like just the salaries that they get paid, like it's kind of insane because you have like when Bryce Harper deals up next year, he's going to get like $4 million contract. Like it's going to From the Yankees. From the Yankees 100%. probably. Yeah. I mean, he's going to play right field, for, center field for the Yankees because Gardner will be, it'll be great. I'm so excited. <laughs> but like that's insane. Like, that's so much money. Because I remember when A-Rod signed that, like, $252 million contract for yep. 10 years or whatever, and people were like, what? Yeah. Like, th- I mean, that's crazy. That is insane. I mean, it's like $25.2 million a year. I would just take the point two. Like, I don't need, like, <laughs> t- $2 million a year would be amazing, right? And, like, and these guys are just, and it's just, it's nuts. But I love, I like, you say you like the, the contract stuff. I like listening to baseball trade deadline stuff. Mm-hmm. It is fascinating to me. Because, like, in hockey, and I feel like hockey fans would do well to pay attention to what happens in baseball. Because baseball does not overvalue prospects. 
um, the way that we do yeah. in hockey, right? We, but the way that hockey does. Because, like, um, there's trade deals, like, for guys who are, like, good position players. And it's, like, two prospects. That's it. Yep. And they know kind of what they're getting with those prospects because these guys aren't, like, 18. Yeah. They're 22 and 23. And that's maybe a development model thing. But, like, it's fascinating to see, like, this. here's the salary going to this team. And here's the four guys that they're getting. And here are the four different leagues they play in and whatever. Like, they're not Major League Baseball players. Yeah. But they will be someday. Maybe. Yeah. Probably. And if they're not, it's nobody really talks about, like, losing trades or winning trades. It's a very different... And I like that a lot. Because it's a lot less stressful. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's just a lot less, like, angst about it, I guess. I don't know. Because there's so many pieces involved. Well, yeah. And, like, you have guys like if, like uh, guys on ESPN or like, yeah, I was taking a 37th round of, like, the supplementary draft. And, like, all this kind of stuff. Like, yeah. It's just such a different system. Whereas, like, in the NHL, they expect, like, if you're a first-round draft pick, like, you are expected to make mm-hmm. your team's roster, like, the following year. Yeah. And if you don't, there's probably something wrong with you. Yeah. And if you don't make it in year two, you're a bust. Whereas, like, in baseball, unless you're, like, Bryce Harper or someone like that, you're not going to make a major league roster until you're, like, 22 or 23. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's probably a better way of doing things. So but. do you think they should go to... A system similar to NBA where they have to do two years of college, but, like, two years of AHL before they can make it to the show? Um, maybe. I don't know. I feel like that system is, like, starting to... The flaws are really coming out in there yeah. in that, right? Like, even, you know, they're, they're having to do this parading and stuff of having players pretend like they're going to college. Yeah. And, like, now they're even getting down to... They're literally only having them coast through first semester. Mm-hmm. From second semester, a lot of them aren't even doing it because depending on the school you go to, it starts late enough and your team could be out early enough that you can just miss the first couple of weeks before it'll even go on, like, academic probation or anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. And, I like, actually, I really applaud Adam Silver for coming out and saying that. Like, this is not He's working. Great, like, if people want and if they feel that that 17-year-old who's only played in high school can come in here and play in the league and be competitive, fine, that's your call, but we have to fix that college game because... Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think know. that there's also problems with the NCAA that need to be fixed, too. Yeah, I don't think we have enough time to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Just in general. <laughs> Should we make a second podcast called Problems in Sports with Megan and Kelsey? <laughs> there you go, I like that. Um, well, and, and I like the NFL model, because like, like, it's just a tacit agreement that like you draft guys out of college. Like, that's what yeah. it is. And in most guys, like, you can declare for the draft, I think, after your junior year. But that's still 21. Like, mm-hmm. it still puts you at 21. And most guys that are getting drafted out of colleges at 21 are playing on, like, big programs. Like, Alabama, Ole Miss, mm-hmm. which, who the hell knows is going to happen there now. But anyway. Um, or, like, big programs that have, like, good success. Like, coming out of Penn State or whatever. You're not getting guys from, like, Division Three. Hofstra! We canceled the football team. We had two NFLers, but that was it. We had the Jets training up with the stuff, and then that was the end. It wasn't worth it. Um, but like, you're not getting guys who are going to like D three schools who are declaring year because like yeah. they know, right? And I mean, so like that system seems to work better because then what happens in the in the NFL draft is like teams will draft based on need rather than like best player available, whereas hockey still has that like best player mentality and so like if your team needs a linebacker and you got the third overall pick you're gonna make sure you can get a linebacker and if you can't then you're gonna trade see if you can like make a trade for the number one overall pick so that you can get a linebacker because that's what you need isn't this like a major motion picture like with like the cleveland browns and i just watched that like i just watched that like fascinating (laughs) (laughs) i watched it like last week draft day with kevin costner it's terrible oh it's so notch let me tell you (laughs) it's so fake because it has the cleveland browns actually doing something successful and right and also drafting seventh to start instead of first (laughs) 
<laughs> like that's how I knew it was bullshit right off the hop. I was like, they're not dro- they're not drafting top three. What is this bullshit? No kidding. Um, but then he like makes a bunch of trades and ends up with like the first overall pick and the seventh overall pick. And I was like, there yeah. is no GM in the NFL that will let that happen. But anyway, whatever. But at, at the very least, when they draft like for need, then the expectation is that guy comes in and like fills that spot. Whereas in the NHL, like. I don't know the kid that we took in the first round, who's like five foot seven and weighs one hundred and ten pounds. Like, there's no possible way he's going to be playing in the NHL next year. But it's like, <laughs> <laughs> is that me? Well, you're not five, five seven is much too tall. You're right, but you know what I mean. Like, there's no way that that, that he's going to be playing in the NHL next year just because he's not. Like, he's not going to be ready for it. Um, but and everyone seems to be okay with that. Whereas, like that NFL, at least they have like here's the expectation. Like, if you're yeah. here, this is where you're going to go. Well, I think I'm curious to you, and I don't know how often it can happen, but isn't there something with, oh, I'm, this is terrible, I can't remember, um, Freakonomics maybe, where it talks about NHL players are only, like, the majority of them are born in, like, three months. Oh, well, that's like, an outliers. Outliers, outliers thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, November and December and January, some shit like that. It's, no, it's the early part of the year, for the most part. Oh. They're, they're born in the early part of the year because they... Because your hockey, like your minor hockey, goes by your birth year. Yeah. Rather than, and so if you're born in like January, February, March, in like 1984, you're like almost a year older than the guys that are born in like right. October, November, December. So when it comes time for um, like select teams and right. like like AAA teams, or you have a better chance because you're like a year, essentially a year ahead, even though your yeah. birth year well, is the same. And the reason I asked and bring it up is because obviously, like with Austin Matthews him saying in that final year because he only missed the draft by was it a day, a day that he couldn't two, make yeah. it or something so he was basically 18 for this entire year that he was going to be drafted and, and could not play and he went over to Sweden Finland Switzerland, Switzerland yeah Switzerland. and he was making money there and I think that's curious when you talk about like the lawsuit that's potentially coming against the Canadian Junior Leagues mm-hmm. and them not like paying players and stuff and whether or not that's going to start to happen more if you have a lot of these players because I think Pugliarvi too isn't he like they were talking about the difference between his age and Leon or Connors maybe that he's all, he's actually not that much younger than Connor. No, no. it's just because Connor's birthday is I think in September. Yeah, and, and you have to. It's like September fifteenth, I think, is the day, and I think Connor's birthday is like the thirteenth or yeah. something. And it's like, yeah, it's and he's like he he would just make kind of made the cut. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, can you imagine if like Connor ends because Connor if he had been born like three days later and Austin Matthews been born like three days earlier, they would have been in the same draft. Year, yeah, which is nuts. Oh yeah. Like, that's crazy. That is pretty crazy. Um, and then the others would have had a choice. <laughs> like, you know, maybe. I don't know. Probably no one that dropped right um, But, like, yeah, so there's that whole... And, like, with Pugliarvi, like, they, they could send him to the AHL because he didn't play junior mm-hmm. yeah. in Canada. So there's that whole, like, weird... I don't know. It's because we don't have a good college system in Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because most of our university hockey programs are guys that, like, played in the dub yeah. or played, like, junior A or whatever. Yeah. And are, like... 20 or 21 starting out yeah which is great hockey it's mm-hmm. great to watch but totally. like it's not the same as in the states where you get guys coming out of high school going to college and then maybe playing two years or three years or maybe finishing their degree and then going pro it's like it we do it opposite and that's yeah. part of the problem yeah it really is and it's interesting like i don't know i because i teach uh junior high right now and so every year because i work in st albert uh, WHL draft day is like a big giant day. How many Cadens did you teach this year? Five. Yes, of course you Five. did. Five. The worst. How many Liams? No, many I Liams? had um, a Braden, a Brendan, a Brendan, and a Brondon this year. A Brondon? It's not even a name. And yes, it is because I got it wrong for like the first six months. 
Like, that's just what I you know what I started doing and it actually helps a lot more is I call kids by their last names. Yeah, and I, I think like it gives like the whole Fazem mentality, but I'm like, no, I will never forget your name when it's this, but everybody else decided to name you Jessica with like four S's instead of three <laughs> or two. And so that's why and there's an E in you here, like I, I can't I do last names and now I get that down, but That's so funny. But like the cynic in me as a teacher, I loved WHL draft day because you have all these kids who are kind of like the high and mighty mm-hmm. grade nine boys that are walking around and then they don't get drafted mm-hmm. and it's just like heartbreaking in tears and I'm like why go play college yes like mm-hmm. why would you not want to go down there and do that like, mm-hmm. I think it would be like get like get paid to go to school yeah. and yeah. get an education mm-hmm. and then if you're good enough then go play pro or don't or, and like you don't have to make the NHL because like, exactly. let's be real here if you like if you distill the pool of like guys down it's like we talk about like Chris Russell whatever and how shitty he is in comparison to other NHL defensemen but like he's still one of the best hockey players on the planet mm-hmm. yeah right and like we can't really discount it's a that. small sample size but but it's a very yeah like that yeah. whole NHL player pool is a very small pool for us to like you know but mm-hmm. to like compare those guys within that pool is fine it's just to be like they're still very good yeah but like to go play in Europe if as long as you're not playing in the KHL apparently because nobody gets paid but like if you're playing like in Finland or Sweden, or in Switzerland, or in Germany. Germany. Like, there's places to play, you get Austria paid. Yeah. Well, even still, like, if you can be that AHL player, right? Like, yeah. Ron Stanton was a year behind me in school, and he's making, I think I read the contract, is 600000 if he makes the NHL next year, or three hundred grand to play in the AHL, that's right? So, I mean, that's still, like, an absurd amount of money, yeah. right, to be able to play this stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. my argument, I don't know, to the kids all the time is, I don't think they understand what the expectations and the realities that come with the dub because my cousin was in Carey Price's draft year. He played goalie as well. He actually had higher stats than him. So he's won a Memorial Cup. But the problem is he's 5'9", five, 5'10", five, on a good day, yeah. right? And so when he finished his eligibility, um, you get six months after you finished when you have to be registered in a university if you want to get that. Every year you play in the dub, you get the right. one year of Canadian school paid for so his whole option was, okay, either I have to go to school, give up my NHL dream, mm-hmm. but I'm going to lose this money if I don't, or I go to the East Coast League and I have to try and make it there and you're making 700 bucks a week, 600 bucks a week. Yeah. And so me, why not get the education first, go down to the States, you're only playing about 40 games, so you get time to get your body stronger, your body mm-hmm. bigger, you have a lot more time to watch film and watch tape, and then you're really going to be that you know more dominant player. Like, I mean... Drake Kajula, what's he gonna make in two years? Fourteen million, fifteen million easily. Like, yeah. come on, for sure, he's got to be up there. Well, and especially but. in the are states, are you saying that he's gonna be as good as Connor McDavid? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying if Drake Kajula <laughs> played defense, I think he would have Norris Trophy potential. All right, Drake Kajula is the new Justin Schultz. Yep, there you go. All right, but in in, in the states with college programs, like they take so good care of their athletes too. Totally, like it's such a good route to go. I mean, they also make a pile of money off of their athletes. Yeah. Um, but because they are, yeah. they take care of them, right? And, and hockey, too, is a very different thing than, like, basketball or football, too. Mm-hmm. Like, just the programs and the focus on the programs. And, like, some of those schools are have great, great hockey programs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also have, like, good women's hockey programs, too, which are, like, on par in terms of quality with, like, the men's hockey programs at those same schools, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like... Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, why not go to school? Because, like, totally. I have a cousin who did this. Like, he played um, in Prince Albert, and then he got drafted by the Panthers, I think, in the fourth round. Third round, fourth? I think it was, no, I don't know. He was, like, the 104th pick or something like that. And he's a defenseman. He was slow, right? Like, he wasn't a great skater. Big yeah. guy, but, like, pretty slow. And so, like, he went to the, the combine and, you know, got some whatever, and he got drafted by the Panthers and um, never 
nothing ever came of it and so he decided to go to school and he went to U of S and he you know got his degree and you know got paid got his school paid for because he played in the dub for four years or whatever and went played in I want to say Florida maybe for like a year and then he played in uh Scotland for a year and like the British whatever the British hockey whatever it's called yeah I played there for a year and now he's moving back to the farm but like you know he did a little bit of traveling and played some hockey and got paid to play and whatever but I don't think he ever had any illusions that he was gonna like you know yeah be Chris Pronger right like that wasn't in his um in his future but like yeah he made that choice and he just decided to do the WHL thing instead of going to to the US and like it worked either way I think it worked out just fine um he still got paid to play hockey isn't it funny how like are you from Edmonton uh yeah I'm not you are yeah Megan but everyone has a story of this kid I'm related to or this kid I know played in the WHL yeah. and almost got drafted. Like, yeah. That is well, I went bizarre. to high school with Jay I went to high school with Colton Sevier. He's on Florida. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. I went camping with Colton Pareko once. Did you? Yeah. That kid seems, I think he's pretty smart. As well I don't as know where that came from because literally <laughs> my last memory of him, granted he was six, <laughs> is we were camping at Lesser Slave Lake and there was this valley where they said the bears are all there. Don't go down there. And he fell down like the hill going, and I ran another way and I was like, no, he's dead. I'm leaving him behind. So... My dad was pretty mad at me, but so what you're saying, what you're saying is, he fell down the valley of the bears and like somehow drew strength from that and is now an adult. Think about it. If you can defeat a bear in hand-to-hand combat, (laughs) I'm pretty sure at age six you could play defense for the St. Louis Blues. Ah, yeah, that's probably true. So, (laughs) but no, it's funny. No, I think in Western Canada, that's a very that's a very common thing. Is like you know somebody at some point in time who like played in the dub or. Well, in Red Deer, especially in the school I went to, it's the school that, like, all the, the rebels, rebels go to. So, and, like, yeah. the Sutters went there. Yeah. What's his name? Dion went there. He was in my sister's grade. Like, it's just a very, yeah. like, small, small group. Well, and it was funny, too, because, like, in high school, because um, Jay he played in Medicine Hat, and they were terrible. Mm-hmm. They were so bad. They never made the playoffs the whole time that he was there. Um, so he would come back in April and, like, come back to school for three months. And then, like, be gone again in the fall. Like, it was just kind of a thing. And so at grad, I remember we did, like, the who's going to be the first millionaire or whatever. Yeah. And everyone was like, obviously Jay. Like, there's like, <laughs> like who else would it, could it possibly be? Because um, he went, I think, third overall. That, when he was drafted, I think it was, he went third overall. And so, like, but it was just really funny, like, that that was, that was a thing. It was just very normal, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? And, like, he was kind of a mythical creature because, like, he didn't show up. And then all of a sudden, and he's, he was huge. Like, in grade 10, he was already, like, 6'4", right? Okay. So, like... People are like, who is this guy? And then, like, grade 11, he comes back, and he's like, what? All right, you're, I remember you. Yeah. yeah. And there were kids in our, our school, too, that, like, played on, like, Med Hat or Seattle or whatever, and they'd be gone for a while, and then come back, and then you'd be like, oh, shit, Drew Todd, you're, like, eight feet tall. Now. How did you get that big? Who are you? Yeah. Yeah, it's a bizarre experience. It is very But, yeah, I think everyone in Western Canada has, like, a story. Yeah. It's, like, either someone they know personally or, like, a yeah. friend of a friend. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's like, two degrees of separation. That is it. Mm-hmm. For the yeah, most part, true. anyway. Um, but, yeah, anyway. Do you have any more sports you think? <laughs> no, I feel bad that we're having this two-sided conversation. Like, Kelsey hasn't even talked yet. Like, we got to find... <laughs> let's move it on here. We're going to. We're going to. we got lots of things yeah. to talk about. Um, we? Well, we're still going to talk about sports, I guess. Oh, okay. But not, like, sports. Like, the women in sports. Oh. Because we, mm. we should. We should, sure. So, I don't think we're going to get to Dunkirk today, man. That's okay. That's really good, because I still haven't seen it. It's and so I want to. good. And I have to be honest, I was—I can't believe I forgot it. I was going to bring the movie stub of the last uh, movie that I saw. Which, which was? Which was? Any guesses? 
Dodgeball. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Slightly more recent, like 2017, like a month ago. Not even, no. Wonder Woman. Yes! Because of listening to this podcast, I was like, okay, the way they're talking about this, I have to go see this movie. And? I literally wanted to go back in right after it finished and sit back down. It was... Like, honestly, one of the most badass movies I think I've ever seen. Fucking rights it was. It was... I love it. So awesome. I, I yeah, I literally just, I wanted to go watch it. I just keep thinking about that afterwards. awesome guitar riff after she fucking bursts in. Yes. Yeah. He's like, where, where? And then she kicks all those asses. Oh, it's so good. My favorite thing in that movie is still when she, when he's telling her about, like, you know, that they're taking, like, the, the whatever, like, the, the notebook to the men who can, and she's mm-hmm. like, I am the man who can. That's my favorite part of that movie. Yeah. Because yeah. And it's just, it's very understated and, like, so subtle, and she's just like, fuck you, I can do this. Well, it's interesting Love to it. me, too, like, obviously, my bias of being a man, like, I I guess, I don't want to say I don't notice it as much, but you don't, like, you don't realize how every other fucking movie you see with a woman in it, there's that whole sexual tension between her and, you know, and then she's playing onto this guy and all that stuff like yeah. that, and... Like, listening to you two talk about that, I was like, you're right. Like, you don't see that at all. Like, you're just sitting there in this, enjoying this movie, and you're not worrying about, like, are they, aren't they going to, you know, this yeah. romantic comedy yeah. of, you know. And you know that he's in Some shitty her. train uh-huh. song is playing at the end of it, and, like, yeah. that they got together, like, <laughs> yes. you know. Like, that was, it was unreal. It was just, yeah, badass is the only way I can say it. It was real so. good. It was real good. We saw the trailer for um, Justice, League. Justice League last yep. night, and I'm not a fan of Batfleck, but then I forgot that like Jason Momoa was in it, I was like, all right, that might be a thing I have to go watch. Was that uh, like an, uh, an official yeah. thing that was like for Dunkirk only, or had no. the trailer been out? No, I saw it on Spider-Man 2, so. Okay, because yeah. people were like and I saw that whispering on to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because I was like, is this like are people freaking out because yeah. I was just like couldn't care less about that shit yeah no well I'm super glad you went to see that that's yeah, awesome 100%. and I'm super just, glad that we like yeah. influenced you so much because <laughs> the people listen to what we say oh god that's terrifying uh, and people actually pay attention no Megan we're always right of course wouldn't that be nice if that was true I fucking think it is <laughs> <laughs> I, well I think it we're always right as well but I just wish more people believed that to be true um Speaking of things we're right about. Yeah, speaking of things, but there you go. <laughs> Boom. We're really good at segues. Um, so, I get in fights on Twitter sometimes. Mm-hmm. Most, times. Things. Most, Most times. Most times. Like, every day this week, it's been something else. Um, Which is why I tweeted, is any of this worth it? I had a very existential crisis this week. Is any of it worth it? No. Why not? Because <laughs> it never ends. We were talking about there, there's too many fucking battles to fight. And especially on Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the tangible outcome because of this fight? Nothing. That's true. It's just an echo chamber. We're all yelling at each other. No one's changing their minds. That's very true. I gotta admit, this is how, like, poor I am in Twitter, is that I wanted to get in some Twitter fights, and I would, like, comment on stuff like you two would do, and I would get nobody writing back. It's because your account was private. Yep, that's what I realized. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had to unclick that, and now, now I'm ready. Well, Miguel, but sometimes but, yeah. I was just, like, I was real petty about it, yeah. and I was like, you didn't fucking come to our last thing. I'm not replying to you. Oh, that's fine. I understand that entirely. I met with, like, people who were tweeting at you, or you guys were retweeting their stuff. I would try uh, and, like, comment on that or get into that or and it wouldn't things show. like that. I, I didn't realize this. This is how pet, like poor I am at Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I dropped the ball hard there. Oh, that's okay. So, yeah, yeah. so I'm getting in fights on Twitter, it's not hard because, like, people are stupid. Like, and sometimes I bait them. And there's... Because I can. Yes, you do. Sometimes. Um, no sarcasm font. No, and, and also sometimes I just... I just... I don't know. I just have to say something because I'm like, why are you so dumb? So yesterday, or the day before, I guess, um, there was some conversation around uh, the website The Athletic, which, like... 
is covering right now they got like uh, an outlet in Toronto and Cleveland and Sacramento now Sacramento and Detroit Detroit there's one and there's a fifth one I can't remember what the fifth one is um, and the conversation was about how many fe- women they have writing that was it and I think they have like it's like six six seven? not even they have like seven and a half percent of the writers right now are women yeah and James Bartle who's like the editor-in-chief of the um, the Toronto site he made a comment very like flippantly that like 90% of the people who follow him are men and then also someone was like well maybe what, what's draw-? Well, someone responded to that was like well what's drawing women away and he was like I think women have different interests and I was just like what yes but also no like I would like to read good content about sports or whatever and so I got a little bit mad and I said some stuff and then people said some stuff there's just a bunch of things happening and then I got told today that like um someone said yesterday or last night that like well, it's okay they won't miss you anyway because I said I wasn't going to subscribe to the athletic and I was like but I not what I was just very confused it's also like what makes your money any better than anyone else's yeah they should miss your money they're a subscription yeah they're a subscription only service and I would honestly truly pay the six dollars a month to read everything that Tyler Dello writes yeah Mm -hmm. um because he writes good shit and so what we want to talk about maybe is like this fallacy because I asked a question the other day it's like would you read? And I did it on purpose. It was like very, it was very misleading. The wording, the wording yeah, was totally purpose. intentional. Yeah. But like, would you read a sports site or visit a sports site um, where the stuff was written only by women? I got very angry about this. You did. Yes, I, did. I know you did. So would you? I mean, you would. Aaron, would you? Hundred percent. Why not? Like, I don't understand why you would even have to look. If I'm a reader, am I looking at, at somebody's? Line? Yeah their gender before I decide if I'm going to read that? Like, when you get back to Myrtle's point there, so 90% of his followers are men. Mm-hmm. So does that not show an entire ignorance to saying there's this whole other group of people out there, this demographic, this market, but I can't get it, I'm not going to try. If I'm a subscription-only website, Why aren't I, I can increase my revenue by yeah. adding more people to this, but mm-hmm. it's not worth it. Like, yeah. I just... yeah. That's the business model you should Yeah, do. like that side. Yeah. And like I get where they're coming from with the athletic. Like they wanted to get started quick and have like people who had like present a presence online. Yes. And that's totally mm-hmm. fair. But like it's been seven months now. And like at some point in time, couldn't you like reach out and be like, hey, here's the deal. We're going to see if this works out. Like we're, I want you to, can you write us like a thing a week or whatever? This is what we can pay you per article. Mm-hmm. And we'll mm-hmm. kind of go from there. Give someone a platform. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because that's his power. Yeah. As- yeah, and so they, it got into this whole thing about, like, whether or not people would read a site, like, the words written on by women. I was like, but why not? Like, why mm-hmm. wouldn't you? Because, like, I feel like we have valid points sometimes. Yes. Can I talk about why it made me angry? Yes, I would love to hear why it made you angry. Right. I mean, I already know why, but... Why it made me super angry is because a lot of the responses were, yes, I would if the content was good. Which is what I just said, I think. You said it very differently. Okay. Yeah. Because the expectation of a lot of people's responses were... If it's a female site that's female-driven, the content has to be 100% all the time. The Mm. expectations are so much fucking higher for something that women do to be perfect. Yeah. There's so many shit articles that are written by men about sports because they're usually the only one writing about them. Yep. And why don't they have that expectation? Why is the meritocracy forced upon women when men don't have to abide by it? That's a very good point because, like, I was thinking about some of the feedback that I get when I write stuff with you. Others. And, like, admittedly, lately I've just been writing shit posts because I can, but like, because mm-hmm. I don't care. But um, also, it's the off season. There's nothing fucking to write. No, no, no there's and yet nothing. We're still just talking yeah. about Oilers all day. I'm so tired of it. <laughs> but like, I, but I, I mean, I don't know if you read like the the shit post I wrote about Leon. Like, of course, right? When, and like, you did you read all the way to the end and like catch the satire and the Caden bit? Like, I yeah. there was it was a joke. Like, I meant it that way. 
Sort of. I mean, it's a solution to the problem, but, like, I meant it mostly as a joke. And, like, people got so mad about it. But, like, I've had guys on my site who've written not great articles, and they're bad writers. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, it's, it's hard for me to edit people's stuff and not change their voice. And so yeah. I have to, like, be very careful how to do that. And so yeah. sometimes I have to, like, let that awkward voice kind of sit there because, like, I don't know how to, how to fix it. And, like, they get feedback on their content. And mm -hmm. I get told that I'm stupid. Yeah. Because I say something that someone doesn't agree with. And, like, it doesn't matter. And if I have a typo in an article, holy shit. Mm -hmm. It's like, mm -hmm. don't you have an editor for this? Blah, blah. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, I fucking missed it. Like, just See, leave me alone. Why is the fucking quality of standards mm -hmm. how much so, held so much higher for you than anyone else? That's what So, if I'm understanding this equivalency, then, it would be like saying, I can no longer go to Oilers Nation and read any stuff there because Robin Brownlee writes there. And I think his posts are garbage, and I don't really care what happened in the 1981 yes. season when you were flying around yeah. somewhere with the exactly. team. Exactly. Or for, for everyone who disagrees with Henderson, yeah. why are they not, not going to Oilers Nation as a whole? Yeah, they're just choosing not to read Henderson's articles right. because they don't like it, him. They don't like him and they don't want to hear about Chris Russell, whatever. and that's yeah. fine. Whatever. But they'll read other stuff. Yeah. Whereas, like, if it was a site that was run and staffed by women, there's a chance they won't even go to the site. Yeah. yeah. Because regardless, regardless of, of what the content, content is, is, and the content has to be good. And I was saying to a buddy yeah. of mine the other day, we were talking about this, and I was like, I believe, I said to him, I was like, I believe you when you tell me that you don't care mm -hmm. who writes it because you read my shit. That's how we started talking, was because he was reading my stuff. And so that's fine. But like, there are people who say, oh, I would, I'll read it good content regardless, but they don't mean it. Yeah. Like, they say it because it's like the socially acceptable answer, but it's not like their actual answer. Yeah. Super frustrating. Super frustrating. Like, I was. Um, on ESPN on ESPN baseball on Sunday nights, Jessica Mendoza yeah. is on the crew, right? And she's great. Like she's an Olympic softball player and whatever, and she's been working for ESPN for a while. And like she's really good and she knows her shit. And I made some comment the other day about how like she's doing this, and someone's like, "Yeah, she sounded like really natural and relaxed." I'm like, "Yeah, cause she spent her whole fucking life playing the game." Like yeah. what? Are you kidding? Yeah. Of course she sounded natural. She she actually played, and like one of the other guys on the crew like didn't actually play baseball. Yeah, he's just you know. And, like, I saw that the uh, ESPN is also, I can't, they're doing, like, a Monday night football doubleheader now this season, apparently. The whole season? I don't know if or it's just the whole season. Because I know they usually do season. want to start off the season, right? They do the super <laughs> early game. I don't, I'm not sure, but I read, because and the only reason I'm saying this is because yeah. I read that they hired, like, a woman to do the color or whatever okay. on the, like the, in the second half of the doubleheader. And, of course, people were like, well, where did she play the game? And then I think it was Sarah Spain was like, I'm at the same place Joe Buck did. Because, of course, Joe Buck never plays football. <laughs> right? But no one cares. I mean, people hate Joe Buck for other reasons. But, like, totally. they don't care. Yeah. They don't question his knowledge of the game. Mm -hmm. They don't, like, Vince Scully never played baseball. No. Vince Scully is one of the, like, esteemed, one of the most esteemed baseball broadcasters I would listen to him talk world. about, like, I, I don't know, like, watching somebody, like, Peel an dust like a table yeah. and listening to him talk about that and like just the way he his voice goes oh. and the way he talks about things but and the way he would like weave a story in yes. and, and, just, and no one cares but no. if a woman did that mm -hmm. on a broadcast crew it would be like get her off tv like and it would be like violent kind of vitriolic comments and like it's just such a weird it's such a weird place right now okay so my question for you Aaron. Mm -hmm. is it because men feel that sports is their domain and that any woman interested in it is threatening their like boys club because they don't feel they have <laughs> I'm going to do this in air quotes people safe spaces <laughs> <laughs> I think for some men yeah sports is their domain and that's their thing and they don't want to ever give that up but my interpretation of it would be that it's a larger just control and power issue entirely 
right? Like, if you, <clears throat> if we set our next Canadian federal election, mm-hmm. only female people are allowed to run. Only that's the only people that you can choose to vote for. What kind of reaction would you have back from that? Oh, just huge uproar. Like there would be uproar, be nonstop, and there'd be, and be people who would never and, vote. Exactly. Would be mad yes. yes, 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 yes. So, but hang on, if we're trying to talk about gender equality in Canada, and that was you know Trudeau's big thing that when he asked why it was so important for him, why his cabinet was it's gender equal, it's twenty seventeen exactly. Do we discount the other hundred and forty nine years of you know this Canada's history where we didn't have a female prime minister and do we say okay so for the next 149 years we can only and then we will have true gender equality and then in 300 years like yeah so that's the thing so and they they freak out about that so much so then to me it's no way that it's just about sports i think it's just a total larger control issue entirely and i don't know i don't understand i guess i don't understand the whole idea of being able to let go of some control does not mean you no longer have a voice you no longer have an influence or a say Mm -hmm. or anything like that I don't know. Well, and it goes back to, like, the idea that, I mean, I've been a sports fan, like, my entire life. Like, mm-hmm. one of my earliest memories is at an Oilers game. I was, like, three. Yeah. Because my parents used to have season tickets. And, like, I very, I remember very distinctly, like, laying on the, the family room floor watching a game on TV. Because I remember the TV that we used to have, so, like, the dial or whatever. Like, I, yeah. And I can I see those. this happening, right? Yeah. And so, like, and I was, like, two, maybe? Like, and I remember that very clearly. And so, like, sports has always just been kind of, like, a thing. And it it sucks sometimes to like have that question still, right? To like have like this thing that's just as part of your identity yeah. as someone else's. Yeah. Is somehow unimportant. The best question I ever got asked is because I'm a Packers fan that I thought it was really funny. Um, was like maybe four years ago. It's like who's your favorite? Well, like well yeah name like the last like name the the last three quarterbacks for the Green Bay Packers. And I was like Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, and then I had to for a second I was like. And they're like, well, how come you know that? I was like, I don't know, because Brett Favre took over in 1992. Yeah. Like, I don't have, I don't know. Does it matter? Like, who cares? Exactly. I was like, can you tell me all 22 for the Chicago Bears? If in that same time frame, go. And they were like, uh, I'm like, is that, like, just leave me alone. Just let me why watch does the game. It, why mm-hmm. does it care that, like, oh. The other thing that I find interesting, too, and, like, you probably don't notice this because you're a dude, but, like, if we watch sports, Kelsey and I watch sports, and then we also comment on, like, a player's appearance, mm-hmm. it automatically, like... Trumps everything. Delegitimizes our opinion about the sport. For sure. Because we're, we're clearly only watching it because of whatever the reason is. Like, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, yeah. mm, that's not true. No. I'm in a very unique position where I can comment on both things and people aren't don't, like, mm-hmm. question my sexuality. Whereas, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's that. And so, I like, why can't I just watch and, like, admire Clay Matthews' beard and also the fact that he's a good linebacker? Like, why yeah. can't I do both? Yeah. Right? And that, that, to me, is also very bothersome. Like, I read a thing um, on a blog today, it was a post on a Packers blog, about whether or not Aaron Rodgers and Lindsey Vaughn are dating. And I was like, who writes this garbage? Why does anyone <laughs> care? Because she, like, liked a thing on his, I don't know, yeah. whatever, it doesn't and matter. And that meant that they were dating? Because <sighs> she liked a thing? On his Instagram. Would Ugh. that be above or below going for dinner with somebody who's a different gender than you, that you are not married to? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I don't, I don't know. Like I said, to me, I think it just comes back to an entire control issue. Like, it's this the whole idea, even when you look at the idea of news media that's falling apart and stuff, it's because for how many years have you had. I'm trying to think with that certain uh, writer who's uh, deciding to talk about our uh, education system. David so Sable. Dan yes. Paperclip. Dan, Dan, Dan Paperclip. Paperclip. We'll just go with that. Yeah. Um, that that's what his voice is and that if people are able to somehow replicate that 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 takes control away from him because it's going to realize that his opinion is no longer something that needs to be paid for needs to be offered right mm-hmm. and so i think even too 
when you look at that whole idea of why analytics is having such a tough time breaking into hockey is because there's a lot of people who are so against it because realizing I don't understand it, I'm losing my control. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. are going to realize I now long I no longer have anything to offer. Mm-hmm. It's gonna and I'm, and place. that's what it is. And so that to me, I think, is why so many men are afraid of, uh, you know, trying to uh, read something that a woman wrote because then it means it might be it might be better than something exactly. they could have done, or it's a different look at something, or whatever. Or it's just change. Yeah. Yeah. I read, I've gotten into a fight today. Um, <laughs> this week has been very exhausting, but I got into a fight today with a dude who, like, clearly did not understand cause and effect mm-hmm. with respect to, like, how goals happen in the NHL. And he posited that, like, uh, Lucic was more valuable to the Oilers this past season than Jordan Everly was because Lucic, um, points that he scored, like, contributed more to wins than Everly's. And I was like, Yes, but no, because, and, and his argument is like, well, if you score the fifth goal in a 7-1 game, it doesn't matter. And I was like, but it does, because what if you don't score the fifth goal, mm-hmm. right? And what if the other team, what if, what if, what if then, so it's 4-1, let's say, and what if the sixth goal in the game comes to the other team? Then all of a sudden it's 4-2, not 5-1. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get this, like, and he got yeah. really angry and just kind of, like, you know, stopped talking. But I was like, I don't think you get how this works. But I was just like, man, this is so hard for me to try and explain this to you. And I, I wanted to, like, straddle the line of, like, not not giving him a reason to call me names. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, this is clearly where this is going to go, so I'm just going to not. And, of course, yeah. his profile picture on Twitter is, like, him and his wife and his three kids, or four kids, and three of them are daughters. And I'm yeah. Like, <clears throat> but anyway. You know, actually, I, I thought about that a little bit, too, when... Because I just noticed, like, you said some of the shit posts you were writing and stuff like that, and the comments you were getting back from and stuff, and that... I remember kind of asking myself and thinking, I was like, then why is she writing this? Because if she's going to write something like this, isn't that opening yourself up to automatic criticism and critiques from somebody because you're putting a piece of writing out there? But like you said, it's not the criticism or critiques that a man would get. It's not the same thing of, I disagree with your content on this and this basis, here, here, and here. This is my opinion on this, this, here, and here. It's, you're a bitch. Yeah. That's that's what it is. You're that's dumb. my argument. This is how back I come in the kitchen. back to that. Like, See you next year. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. And, a, and it's ridiculous. Well, it isn't. It almost makes you wonder, like, I can't even... How do I even interact with you to try and, and tell you why you're wrong? Because if that's the only thing that you can offer, you are so far gone and beyond what it is. Like, mm-hmm. that's where those things that it is. Like you said, if you have three daughters and you have a wife, show them this. Show them that you're willing to write this to a random stranger, a random female on the mm-hmm. internet, just because this is what you think. Mm-hmm. Because I can guarantee you that's what you really think about your wife and that's what you really think yep. about your, your three daughters. But they don't, right? But they don't. It's the same thing as that, that like political thing where it's like when you talk about... Um, you know, like, like, sexual assault and, like, look at Donald Trump and, like, his comments or whatever um, with Billy Bush and, like, all these Republicans were, like, kind of horrified but mm-hmm. they didn't really do anything. But then all of a sudden when it, like, when they realize that it can impact them somehow, then it's like, well, I have a daughter. And I'm like, well, good for you. But also, like, I'm a human being. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it shouldn't matter that you have a daughter. You should just, like, look ac- across and be like, oh, wait a second. Those women are also people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, their opinions in whatever issue are just as valid as yours. And, like, Sports, politics, whatever it is, like there, there's that weird gendered like vitriol that comes mm-hmm. that doesn't exist when you have like men who disagree. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, like Henderson gets death threats sometimes when he writes about Chris Russell, um, <laughs> because I mean, but he's also taken like a pretty hard stance on it, and he can't back down now. But also, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Like yeah. Henderson, who the fuck cares that you hate Chris Russell so much? Like, why does it matter to those people yeah. mm-hmm. to send death threats? Yeah. Like, like he was telling me, I, I texted him uh, not that long ago. I was asking about something else, and he tells, like, he was telling me that he doesn't tell his wife anymore about the, the feedback that he gets because yeah. she gets like visibly upset about it. Well, yeah, and like mm-hmm. rightfully so, right? 
but like, because of a sports opinion. Yeah. You think someone should die. Yeah. God. It's ridiculous. It's very ridiculous. And I don't know if you two have experienced this with teaching and stuff or not, but I know that this is something that a lot of the staff members at my school try to talk about, that these kind of attitudes and people, the willingness to say these things on the internet is because of that, the generation that's been raised that says your opinion is matters, your opinion is valid, you have to always, no matter what, say your opinion. And at least what I'm starting to see, I'm like, there's, that's not always the case. Like, it's no. not, you know, the other thing that starts to really piss me off too is when people say like, oh, it's freedom of speech. I'm, I'm like, you don't fucking understand what freedom of speech is <laughs> at all. So don't even no. try and claim that then. No. That you're saying that I can go exactly, say you're seeing next Tuesday, but it's freedom of speech. And that there should be no social consequences to that. Mm-hmm. That just means that the government can't put you in jail for a contrary opinion. Exactly. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. not like it's simple, simple things. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I think I think the thing that happens, like, what I notice anyway, and I mean, I get, and it's really funny, like, I'll put stuff, because I, I, I tweeted out that poll about, like, would you read the, yeah. whatever, and then I retweeted it from the Oilers Rig account, because I have control of it, and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't care. Um, and it was, it was amazing, and I mean, somebody made a comment to me that I probably have a fairly sympathetic Twitter following, like, because it's people that I know, and sure, of course, right? But as soon as I retweeted on the Reggae account, there were people like, no, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I would never visit that site. And I'm like, why? Like, I don't understand. And then and then someone was like, not if you're writing on it. And I was like, wow. Like, it was amazing to me. That, like, all of a sudden, like, I flipped the audience But imagine around. them, like, yeah. saying that to, like, their sisters or their moms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to read this because women wrote it. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Oh. Um, do, and do they know that, like, 50% of NHL Twitter accounts are run by women? Yeah. Do they know those things? Probably not. Right? Because, and, like, it would just, like, blow their minds, mm-hmm. I think, in, in a lot of cases. And I just find that whole, like, it's very, very frustrating. Well, I think even just, too, in the economic or political climate we live in right now, like, with Rachel Notley, like, just when you go and look at some of the things, when she'll retweet something or when she'll, you know, like, she wrote out something, um, I think it was maybe for the uh, parade or something that it was saying today that, like, you know, it looks like we're going to have no rain. Like, thank goodness. Like, that's so nice. And some dude wrote back and he was like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, you don't understand how badly BC needs rain right now. Like, that's so insensitive to you. And it's like... It's a clinic or whatever it's called. Why in does the Edmonton. lack of rain in Edmonton affect what's going on in Williams Lake, BC? Like, why they... <laughs> like, it just... Because people are yeah. committed and... to hating her regardless. Yeah. Regardless of what she does. And true. I don't know. I... Which, I mean, and like, look at the discussions that like happened in the states with you know like things that were said about Hillary Clinton or whatever like I retweeted something yesterday about how many times Trump has tweeted since his election and like mm-hmm. m- basically 90% of his tweets have mentioned Hillary yeah mm-hmm. um and he's still like on that you know and it's just it and it, and it it's like dude she's in the private sector now yeah, yeah. Like, what, what which is probably a better place for her to take you down from <laughs> but but, any, but like yeah. but he's still he's still on that like that bent to remind his supporters that like yeah I beat this woman, right? Like, and there's this, oh, it's, yeah. just frust- it's so frustrating. And for me, like, f- the the sports thing, I think, is the most frustrating because, like, I would really love to be able to go to a website and read stuff about sports, like, that I haven't written or that, like, Kyla at the Nation, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, read something about hockey or whatever. And I know it exists. I know it's out there. But it would be nice to just go somewhere and be able to, like, find it and not yeah. have to look and not have to do, And like, have it as a safe space. And, has, and have it as a safe space because that was one of the things. Was like, this a website, like, that would be a really good idea because, like, there's that shared burden of criticism. Yeah. And so if somebody drops a C-bomb on one person, there's yeah. other people to at least, like, be there. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's not the most offensive thing in the world. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
it, it is and it isn't. Like, it is, man. But, it is. Don't normalize this behavior. Well, it's I'm, not cool. I'm thinking in, like, a global context because it's not, right? And if it was somewhere else, like, writing about, like, rugby in England, it would be a very different thing because that's just a word that people use. But it doesn't matter but, there. Like, it matters here. And so when I see it now, but now when I see it, I'm just like, of course, like, that's just what happens. Mm. Um, and I was, talking to, I was talking to somebody last night, and uh, his suggestion was just, like, screenshot and boast like email addresses twitter names just any, anytime it like happens like to shame them just to shame them I saw that on tw- uh, tinder somebody did that I don't know if you oh. guys saw that no um that yeah he basically like I don't know they oh yeah when he sent it to her she sent it to his mom or something like that I don't it might not have been his mom I thought she just I think this happened a few times I think this happened also okay at least the most recent one I saw was like um I don't know I suppose when you're on twitter you're supposed to kind of open with something like interesting like you know What's the one I saw? On a scale of one to America, like how free are you or something like weird things. Like, that's how so you start like off that's with, a really like, bad metric right now. But it's like seventeen seventy five. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? So the guy opens with whatever thing like that. She responds, kind of thinks it's funny, and then he says, like I think he just goes right into it, and he was like, "Do you want to go have sex?" And then she was like. No, I'm not here for that. And then he just starts going on. And he was like, well, you're fucking fat anyways. Like, I would, you know, why do we want to do that to myself or anything like that? And so she took those and posted them. But then she started using them on Tinder again. And so um, there was actually an update where one of the other women who had seen this, she went on there and this guy matched with her. And then she said, oh, but I heard you. You think I'm a fat douchebag or I'm a fat mm-hmm. bitch. Like, are you kidding me? And then this is what it was there. But so I don't know. I can understand the, the screenshot and post, but then. How much extra work is that for you? That that's what you have to go be doing now and doing yeah. that to... But I mean, I like, and I know for myself, if I post it, like, if I put it on Twitter, like, I have enough people that follow me that's that true, would, like, yeah. just rail on people yeah. for me. But still... But it's also just... But also, and sometimes it comes from people that, like, I see... That I see people that I know communicating with. And mm-hmm. so, like, th- those I'm, like, hesitant to... Because I'm sort of like, ah, but the, I, there comes a point where I'm just going to be like, no one here. Because yeah. this dude that you talk to all the time is a douchebag. That's what, yeah. And this is a thing you should probably know. But the, this is what drives me crazy about that is because you shouldn't have to be shamed into yeah. speaking appropriately with someone. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, the internet so has stupid. ruined everything. They have, which I'm super psyched to not be on it for seven days. It's ruined communication, hundred oh. percent. It's gonna be so great. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I'll be pro- I'll be probably not on while we're in the states anyway, for the most part. Well, no. yeah, you're gonna have to have a crazy data plan. Yeah, so. just for well, who are you with though? Uh, yeah. kudo. Kudo, okay, because I know Rogers has like with the US, they have a five dollar a day. And you just extend, which is awesome. And it just yeah, it basically then your network is it's Canada Rogers? and the US. Yeah, yeah. Rogers it's not a bad. It's not a bad deal. Yeah, but I switched away from Rogers a long time ago. I was with him for thirteen years, and. Uh, it's like the longest commitment I've ever made to anything in my entire life. It's awful. <laughs> Other than the Green Bay Packers. Other than the Green Bay Packers and the Edmonton Oilers. Um, okay. What do you want to do? Do you just want to like skip ahead to like? Actually, can we stay on this for a second? Sure. Uh, Rogers thing, because like, have you? So you guys have been to Europe. Yeah. Do you? Did you use a data plan when you were there? I just bought a you... SIM card. Yeah. Yeah, unlocked phone, bought a SIM card. That's what we did too. Because I'm I... only going for three weeks, so that's why I was kind of like. I, don't I still know would. I, yeah. It's super easy and super. Where cheap are you going? Uh, Belgium, Germany, and Czech Republic. Yeah, so, yeah, I just, like, when I was in, in in the UK and in Ireland, like, I paid, when I was living in Ireland, I paid 15 euro a month for unlimited data. Okay. 
on my SIM card. So that's way cheaper to do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so easy. France is really hard to do, though. France doesn't seem to be so crazy about the, like, one-month SIM cards. But, like, Belgium, yeah. I think Belgium and Germany, I think you're probably okay. Well, and you can probably get them from, like, kiosks in yeah. Germany. Yeah, like, so it's kind of yeah. thinking, yeah, so. yeah. That's the way to do it, for sure, for okay. sure. Cause then, and then you'll just, like, get, they'll just, like, you'll get a number, essentially. Yeah, and then exactly. you can just reload. If you run out of whatever, you can just reload it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Okay. It's brilliant. Um, that's what I would do for sure. Yeah. Do you want to just like skip ahead to Avery? Sure. Just leave the narcos and we'll talk about the stuff yeah. all the time. Okay. Yeah. Um. So last night, today what's today? The twenty first. Yes. Yeah. So last night, uh, July the twentieth, um, our good friend Avery from uh, last episode was in Toronto. Went back to Toronto for a couple of days, and he was at Smash Fest, which is uh, Dominic Moore's ping pong tournament that raises money for cancer, which Patrick Eves won again, apparently, oh, third time in a row. Yeah. That's what, that's what the Twitter told me this morning. Okay. And um, Avery may or may not have interviewed Taylor Hall and uh, got some pictures with Taylor Hall. And, like, touched him. And, t- and it says here, <laughs> we need to talk about Avery, best friend slash frenemy with actual body contact with our Lord and Savior last night. <laughs> I did not write that. That was I, all I, I wrote that one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, especially on, like, our Garbage Fire Pod Twitter. You can tell when I write things and when you write oh, things. Oh, yeah, so much. It's very, it's very, very obvious. Um, yeah, so, um, Avery, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm disappointed that you didn't warn me about that Facebook post is what I'm really disappointed about, because I was on my Facebook, and there was a picture of him and Taylor Hall, and I was like, holy shit, and then... And yeah. it was jarring to just scroll through Instagram, and I was like, yeah. oh my god, he's with Taylor Hall right now. <laughs> and I didn't get the post from Instagram that says Halsey has posted a photo, and that usually gets my heart going a little bit. It's just nonchalant scrolling. Mm-hmm. Ah! It's a true story. It was a true story. Yeah. Anyway, that's all we have to say about that. That's our Taylor Hall social media update for, the, like, well, the month. I wanted to have Avery call in. call in for the social media report. <laughs> But we're not quite there technically. No, we'll figure that out this next month. Yeah. Um, and sort that out. So yeah, that was that's our Taylor Hall social media update for the month because we haven't done one in a while. No. Because he never posts anything. Since you brought up Taylor Hall, how much backlash do you guys still get about somebody will comment that you only like him because he's attractive? I get none of you it. You get none of that. I get a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. But also for me, especially on Twitter and this podcast, it's so much of a persona now. Yeah. Okay. Well, so on like, Twitter, it's a persona for me, yeah, too. Okay. And it's purposefully over yeah. the top. Like, yeah. would I leave my husband for Taylor Hall? No. No. Like, this, there's no question. I think Twitter no. thinks I replaced Taylor Hall with Aaron Judge, so it's okay. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> I was just wondering, because I was like, I'm pretty sure, like, a Vladislav Speed, like, sold three jerseys in Edmonton when he was here, and I have two of them. And, like, I'm sure his mom has the other one. I love but, like, Shmi the Bee. Exactly, but I would never get that, like, no. any of that even yeah. question or anything like that. But I was just curious, because that's kind of not like, there, then... There's also this thing where people don't think Taylor Hall is hot, hot erroneously. Yeah. Mm. He's super attractive. He really is. But, like, there's also the... I don't And I think now, whenever I, like, say something bad about the others, though, people are like, oh, you're still mad about the trade. I'm like, well, yes, but that's not why I'm saying this thing. I'm, I'm saying this thing because, like, this is fucking dumb. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, they're not solving any of their problems by trading away some of their high, higher-scoring players. Yeah. And hoping that, like, Ryan Strom yeah. can fill... The, they're not... That, and that's all I'm saying. But people are like, wow, you're so mad about the Taylor Hall trade. I'm like, well, maybe a little bit. And we addressed it last week. Like, that's the question I would ask Peter Trelli. Mm-hmm. Like, can you explain why you traded away... Fan favorites. Fan yeah. favorites, two years in a row. Like, what, yeah. what are you doing? What, what, where's yeah. Nuge going next year? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, and to me, it's just an asset management thing. Like, it's... Uh, I, like, I can like Adam Larson as a player for what he's come in for. Mm-hmm. And had they signed him as a free agent... I'd be excited. Or not trading Taylor Hall for him? Exactly. Yeah. Had they traded a lesser asset for it. But to me, I'm like, okay, so hang on a second. I can trade away 
you know, my 2015 truck and I can go buy a 1984 truck. I mean, hey, I got this. I still have a truck here. I brought this truck in, but it's a huge difference in asset management if I traded yes. them one for one, right? Like that yeah. makes no sense. And, yeah. you know, if I traded my 2015 truck in for a 2015, let's say Prius, you know, Love it. Yeah. right across the board, then that's fair, right? Yeah. And then I've just yeah. I've changed what I wanted, but I'm still getting value there, not yes. I'm using this to drop all this, you know? Because right. otherwise we're going to have yeah. a team of fucking dad-son pickup trucks with... <laughs> hole in the back where stuff falls out of like, and like a hole in the floorboard where, yeah. yeah and a bag yeah. of pucks in the drone <laughs> <laughs> well and that's the thing too like thinking about just where they're at and the, like the dress cycle thing like that's gonna be a problem at some point in time yeah, yeah. it's gonna become a problem because they're paying too much money to other guys and that's why i wrote the thing that i wrote which like the solution that i offered was not a bad solution i don't think mm-hmm. and other people commented that they just missed the satire at the end like, a cadence being named, named later? Come on! It was so good! <laughs> okay, here's a question for you, Erin, about the thing, like, do we get backlash because people only think we like yeah. Taylor because it's attractive, whatever. Because I don't get that for dry, and I don't get that for cleft bomb, okay. even though Which I keep really hard eyes, like, every fucking time. Oh my god, time. man, if I could look like that, I wouldn't. I'd... <laughs> There's times where I'll watch a game and I just get lost in his eyes. Okay, that's like, exactly what I was going like, to ask you. Yeah. Do you think there's this weird thing where we're... Um, there would or wouldn't be backlash like if you tweeted that totally because like Wanye like fucking loves Everly we've all known that for years right but and has like talked about having his baby right Mm -hmm. but do you feel like men are lesser comfortable saying those things even if just like with us most of the time it's over the top and it's a joke and it's hyperbole right because that's all that Twitter is yeah um I think you definitely, it, it depends on the person entirely, but I think you would totally have men that are, you know, I could tweet something like that and there are people who would write back and be like, what are you, are you a fucking faggot? Like, what are you trying to say? Like, right. you can't even watch the game. Like, they would take it to that extreme that quick, right? Yeah. And. But also, like, so, so what? If, uh, well, that's just <laughs> it. Like, it, can I you not? Still like, this not is, you know. find him attractive, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I can still be straight and find him attractive. Like, I yeah. can objectively say that is a very good looking man. Like, that is, you know. The definition of Sweden, right there in a person, yeah. <laughs> right? That, that's what it is, right? Like, and which is so. funny because we can talk about like female athletes, right? Oh, like when yeah. we talked, Bouchard, get out like, of when here. we talked about like oh. um, Venus, like yes. in the body, like pregnant Venus in the body mm-hmm. issue or whatever. Like, Very amazing, yeah. 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 But and people don't seem to have that same because there's this there's the assumption of heterosexuality. I suppose that's what it but is. It's 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 such a weird thing that like. We can look at women and be like, yeah, she's super hot. Yeah. Like, 12 out of 10. Like, and they, nobody even bats an eye. Whereas, like, if you were to say the same thing. Because like, guys enjoy that picture of us. I suppose. That, that, I think that is, too. Picture, I think that's right? where it comes from, right? Is that whole idea, right? That yeah. that's a man's ultimate dream is the threesome with, with two women, right? That, but also, so. my favorite. I never got that because, like, that means that the women are, like, not interested in you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't there, think there that the brain has gotten to that, like, it there is, is correct, only like, There yeah. is only enough blood to run one yeah. direction. Yeah, one, and yeah. the brain is not getting any blood in that no. situation at all. Entirely true. <laughs> but I've always, like, I, like, I always think it's funny when you read, like, when you read stories, like, in, in like, a movie, like, a throwaway line about, like, you know, someone had a threesome with, like, with two girls or whatever, and then, like, they left together. Whatever, and I'm always like, that's amazing. That's how it should always be. Because, like, that's just so funny. But also, like, we don't need you. Yeah. <laughs> there are things for that. <laughs> True story. Um, I don't know how we got to that. I'm not sure what happened yeah, here either. Quick, 
whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I told you, when you were like, what are we going to talk about? Like, I don't know, we just ramble about Are stuff. we doing questions now? We should go to questions. No, we're doing questions! Yeah, I'm we have so it. many this week, because Larissa's <laughs> back, apparently, and Amanda, like, remembered that we were going to record, so we have just a ton. But the very first question is from Matt Burns, and his question is, what the fuck is 48752? I'm so happy it took so long for something I know, it took a long time. It did. Like, it took four months. And this is something that... It was part of, like, my surprise intro for you when you started yeah. the podcast. So you had no idea it was coming. None at all. And it stuck through the Kelsey just knows me really well. I do. I mean, it's not like this is hard. So And it's all for you. It all is, it really it is has all nothing for, to well, do with me. I mean... It doesn't really have I mean, anything to do with me. So the four, obviously, for Taylor Hall. Yes. And 87 for Cindy Crosby. Yes. And the 50s were for Clay Matthews. Yeah. So there you go. That's it. That's it. I, I'm surprised, Matt. I'm a little disappointed, to be perfectly honest. Um, and I thought it was funny how he thought 87 was, like, our birth year. Yeah. and then But then I was, like, in my head, I was, like, bro, I worked with your sister. Like, you know that I'm not that much younger than her. Like, I don't know. Never mind. Because I was, like, um, insulted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, then. Um, Librarian Mike, or who is now Pixel Traveler, whatever, Librarian Mike, he wants to know, what was your first tweet that blew up? Um, the one that got the most traction, I got retweeted by Lindy West. Like three days before she deleted her Twitter, and that went a little crazy. And Who's then Lindy West? she's a, an author. Oh, okay. Um, I can't remember. It was something about I said something to her about like, oh, that's like when um, there's like a fifty fifty balance of men and women on screen, and men feel like there's too many women. Yes. Which is like an actual thing it's that, a study, that happens. Yeah. Um, and then she retweeted it, and it just like blew up. Um, and oh, then oh yeah, I remember that. And then the other one was when The Rock retweeted me. That was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah, I have all of those like saved. Which, Do you? Oh, of course, why not? Oh. Mine, of course, was in October with Taylor Hall. Right. Uh, mine was um, th- a week ago, three days ago. At, like four likes? Or? Three likes. <laughs> I don't know. Alyanka Lariana, uh, she wrote something and I tweeted her back and I said, like, oh, it was just like a really good piece of writing. And um, and yeah, I got three likes. That's so awesome. that was pretty big. You just need to work a little bit harder. That's a big day for me. That you. was pretty big. Yeah. That yeah, was, not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> that's really funny um so matt there you go and my librarian mike there you go um also matt i just want to say like thank you for live tweeting your listening of our podcast i it, love it it's the best thing um and yes i would throw things at the gretzky statue if you don't want to stand like up here um it's not gretzky's fault no why would you take it out on him because he's like the representation my birthday twin all right um, okay, Larissa has like 800,000 questions here. So, Aaron, you are more than welcome to uh, chime in on, chime any, in on any of these. Done. What upcoming new release movies are you looking forward to seeing? Black Panther. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, God, that's going to be good. Yeah, I really want to see Thor. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great. I really like the trailer in front of Dunkirk. Was it Mother? Yes, the with Jennifer Aaron Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Why? It's terrifying. It's terrifying. The whole trailer was nothingness and you just heard conversation and then there's like actors names and then the very the very very end it was like jennifer lawrence's eyes and like opened oh. and, yes. then it, it and my heart was like beating i was like yeah. what is this about? And there was another one wind river with jeremy renner yeah that looks really good that looks really interesting um and there's this cool movie coming out called the snowman which michael fassbender is in which mm, is about a serial killer in norway oh cool and the, <laughs> i took a picture of like the poster because it's just a little fucking snowman. I was like, this is terrifying. <laughs> and now I'm afraid of snowmen. And I haven't even seen the movie or read the book. But that one looks really good too. That one looks good. Um, anything else? No. Nope. That's, That's about it. Um, dogs or cats? Dogs. Me too. 
Uh, uh, if you'd asked me yesterday, I would have said dogs, but I'm saying cats now because... Did you get bit? <laughs> no, I'm a traumatizing story. So we had two dogs when I was growing up. We had a Shepherd Husky Cross, and then we had this purebred German Shepherd. Purebred German Shepherd, my dad got his rescue dog, like six months old, even beaten. And mm-hmm. he was like 125, like 130 pounds, a really big dog. Um, he was taken to his warehouse, and then uh, while he was on duty at the warehouse, he got poisoned. And so uh, he came home for like with us for like a week, and then my dad was like, "No, he's too big to stay here. Like my friend has a farm. We're gonna take him out to the farm and let him go there because he was only five years old." Found out last night because my mom had one no. beer because I was only five years old when this happened. The week never existed. He got poisoned and he died. So when he had the farm, he went to the old Yeller farm, oh, and so I'm no. just turned off from dogs or like I need like a little morning uh, period so I'm gonna say cats because oh, that's, that's not traumatizing yeah, that's so. wait, whoa, wait your mom yeah. had one beer and the truth came out oh like half a beer so your mom would be like, like the just, worst spy ever oh, is what you're not saying. even close yeah. oh yeah. I'm sorry that's really so, hard that's terrible I know that was brutal and they and the worst part was is like I think when we were like 15 we kind of called my dad out and we're like okay what he never really went to the farm did he like that's the you know the metaphor and stuff. And he's like, no, like legitimately an hour and a half outside the city. So like my dad has been lying about this for years. <laughs> oh, like, like, dad, I'm old enough to take oh, it. But apparently not. Such a terrible liar. <laughs> I can, like, another story about it that's terrible. I don't know. I shouldn't be thinking of this much time. But um, oh, he, whatever. Uh, we only got like, what, like 390 some hours? 387. Oh, God. I gotta get <laughs> this story quick. You so happy okay. pulling that in joke into the podcast. <laughs> um... So my dad used to smoke when I was really young, and then he stopped from when I was probably like, I don't know, like three to eight, and then he started up again from eight to ten, and then he's quit ever since then. But when he started again when I was like eight years old, he was always trying to do it like very sly and everything like that. And I remember there was one day, he was cooking dinner and he was barbecuing, and I came out of our old house and I went to ask him how long till dinner was ready, and he was smoking. And my dad's a pretty big guy, like he's like 6'1", like 220 and he had this dart in his mouth and he panicked and now if you were trying to hide a cigarette from somebody what would you do if you were trying to like not swallow it which i feel like no, he did. almost <laughs> so instead of like just tossing it you know and like doing it he panicked and decided to throw himself <laughs> off the deck and so me being eight years old i freak out because i'm like oh my god dad are you okay so i run off the deck and i see him lying there on his back with the cigarette in his mouth <laughs> And that's how I found out he'd been smoking. And so, oh my yeah. god! I love it. So, so yeah. There's a whole lot of father-son trust issues. Yeah. Right now, so to answer the question, cats. I don't hate yeah. cats, but they make me very sick. Yeah. I'm very allergic to them. Dogs cats are just so dicks, man. Yeah. I like kittens though. They're adorable. Yeah. When they're little, yes. oh, they're wonderful. But I just like when I touch if I like if I like pet a cat and then like forget to wash my hands and then like rub my oh, eye, I can't gosh. see anything. Oh, like really? it's so bad. Yeah. yeah, it's terrible. That's brutal, yeah. Um, okay. What else what's worse after last night this can be like a different conversation. What's worse, dying by drowning or dying in a fire? I think drowning. I think dying in a fire. Because I think if you're drowning you just give up. But I think with fire, the smoke will probably knock you out. That's what I've heard about fire, too. That's the only reason I'd say that. If like, it's, you sleep through yeah. it, drowning, you're aware of everything that's happening. And I think no matter what, like, I just think back to, like, the Casino Royale yeah. scene where she's in there. And, like, even though she's trying to, like, have her let him go, mm-hmm. there's still that, like, human instinct moment where you just start to panic and mm-hmm. you just can't Maybe. deny yeah. that. So I'm also drowning. Be ter- I think I don't want it to be terrifying. Yeah. Um... Larissa, these are all from Larissa, by the way. What sports did you play as a kid, and why do or don't you still play them now? Because I hated them. I played soccer. I hated it. I hated it. 
hit so much. Yeah, I played a little bit of soccer, some badminton. Just, it was awful. And I also played baseball for like a year, and I was like, no, this is dumb. <laughs> just, it was like seven, so like whatever. But I just I played quite it. a few. I still play football. Uh, I still play basketball. Um, yeah, but look at your goddamn body type, Aaron. I know. I told like, you, I have to fake I being a phys ed teacher. I have to fake it as hard as I can, and so this is just adding on to it. Um, played soccer, don't play that anymore, just kind of got tired of that. Um, I played racquetball as a mm-hmm. child. I was actually ranked, like, fifth in Canada for my oh, age shit. group for a while. Now, like, fifth out of seventh is not, like, much, but, like, <laughs> still it's something. You shouldn't have told us that. I, know, I, had, I can't not lie about it. Um, <laughs> I tried to play hockey for two years, and then I gave that up, and that's when I started playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Um... That's well such an easy game to walk into. It is, especially if you were my parents. Again, this, like, I feel like this is a therapy Let session. It all out. Yeah, let it all out. Let it all out. So, um, obviously in St. Albert, like, hockey is a culture. Like, they, like, get more people drafted per capita, supposedly, like, than anywhere else except for one place in Saskatchewan. So, if, for people who don't know and, like, don't live around here, St. Albert is, like, the whitest place in 100%. Central Alberta. Like, it's so, 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 so yeah. white. And, like, wealthy white, Chris's, generally speaking. Chris's mom works there in a newspaper. And to tell you what St. Albert communities are like, they didn't approve a Habitat for Humanity built there because they didn't want those type of people living in St. Albert. Yeah. Continue. So <laughs> hockey in St. Albert, if you're playing AAA and you have a child, like it can be like $30,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And so that's terrifying for any parent. How are you going to come up with that money, let alone the time and the commitment that goes into it? My parents were not too keen on me playing hockey because neither of them played hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were pretty, they had a, like a great strategy. Um, when you're young, you have the early practice time, so like 7, 8 a.m. kind of thing. My dad would wake me up at 4.30 a.m. for practice and then drive around for two hours just to try and convince me, like, oh, this is how early you have to get up for hockey because I have no concept of time when I'm five or six. Yeah. But the worst one was um, if you've ever gone, like, skiing, when you put your shoes in, or your feet in the boots and then, like, afterwards you're like, oh, this is the best feeling ever, right? It's so nice to get them out. They had me wear skates that were two sizes too small. And so I remember, like, one summer camp, like, just, like, crying in tears, being like, I can't. It hurts so much. And my parents were like, sorry, that's what hockey's like. Like, you got to get used oh to that feeling. Oh, my God. And I, like, literally on the third day, I, like, I told the coach, I was like, I can't. I have to. They hurt so bad. And he pulled them out. And my feet were as big as the skates. But, yeah, by the end of it, by after two years, I was like, I don't care to play hockey ever again in my life. Pick any Fair. other sport. I will dance. I will do whatever. I just don't want to do that. Yeah. So that's why I don't play hockey anymore. There you go. Yeah. Your parents are evil. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they save themselves a lot of money. That's that's fair. Maybe they're smarter than smarter than. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, Larissa also wants to know pancakes or waffles. Waffles. Pancakes. Homemade pancakes are the best. It's just. Waffles have a little like pocket in each, like all of it for like syrup to go in. Exactly. No, for berries and whipped cream and cinnamon. I just don't like pancakes and syrup. It's just like, I feel like my throat fills up with that. Why don't you not put syrup on your pancakes then? Put like berries and whipped cream on your pancakes. It's still that cake texture. I don't really like cake either. Oh, okay. That's fair. I'm not a cake person that much. I'd rather just eat the fucking icing. That, that's Why fair. are we wasting time with the cake? <laughs> that's well, it's, the it's, it's the good stuff. It's yeah. just like the vehicle, the delivery vehicle for the icing. That's really all it is. <laughs> Anyways, shockingly, only forty-eight kilograms. <laughs> <laughs> um, last question from Larissa, I think, and so then I read here. She's like, "You don't have to answer all of these in one episode. Too bad." Um, who is your favorite person to follow on Twitter? And I feel like that's like a very loaded question. Present company excluded. I don't know. 
Um, okay, I have to be honest. If, I, if I'm your favorite person to follow on Twitter, <laughs> you guys are doing it so wrong. There's not tweets for days. Mostly it's True. just a retweet. They're terrible. So I, Occasionally, like, a question to yes. us. <laughs> so please exclude me from that. My favorite fo- like person to follow. Yeah, who's your favorite person to follow on Twitter? Um, hmm. I don't know. I, yeah, I honestly have to look. Ooh. I'll say one. I got one. Okay. Rob Tychowski. Tychowski or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I just like him for the puns and stuff. I think that he does a hilarious job of that. Uh, that's why I don't like Tom. With your fucking puns, Tom. <laughs> Tom's the best. What are you oh. talking about? Tom's so great. It drives me crazy. Um, oh, I don't... oh, it's Johnny's son. Oh, yeah. He's, oh, it's Johnny's son. He's delightful. He's delightful. Around. It's Johnny's son for sure. He's really great. Um, Man, I don't know. Cause like I follow, see, here's I follow like lots of um, like people like just specifically for sports or like politics or like actual people that I talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of um, Jog Carche. That's probably one of my favorites. I have no idea who this guy is. So he just like tweets about sports and that. Oh hilarious. really? Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. I don't know. I find like that's a really I find that's a really loaded question. Because it's like, there's reasons, and I don't want to, like, insult anyone, because, like, they're never going to listen to this podcast. So, like, I can say that, and no, no one's going to be like, oh, okay. Like, because there's people that I know who would probably listen. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay, uh, my question to the podcast was, will Avery ever be allowed on the pod again if he doesn't do the thing? And he didn't do the thing, so we'll see what happens. Avery's always welcome on the podcast. He He's said he was going to try and person. get to uh, take a picture of Taylor Hall um, and get, like, a sign that says hi, Megan. That's what he told me he was going to try. But can he not be allowed on the podcast, like, again, the week before I have to come on? Because, like, you set the bar high with very two, like, <laughs> legitimate guests, and I feel like the content No, this has been fantastic. Today, so. Are you kidding? Okay, I was very nervous no, about coming on. No, this is so on, good. So I'll say, yes, you can come on again, because I'm deciding for you, but <laughs> only if it is not in the week before me. Okay. So there's a That's buffer. Uh, All right, typical male <laughs> Get, like, a broom the week before me, or, like, maybe uh, a wet mop or something. Um, Okay. What else do we have here? Avery's always welcome. Amanda wants to know, this is very specific because when she first saw the trailer for Dunkirk, she thought it was a trailer for The War for the Planet of the Apes, and she was very confused. And so that her, was a good movie. So her question was, did the apes win the war? And I thought that was really funny. Can I spoil it for everyone? Yes, please the do. The apes do win. <laughs> but the thing is, the apes don't fight the humans. The humans fight each other and kill themselves off. It's fucking brilliant. There you go. Ooh. Sorry, spoilers. And also, like, in Dunkirk, by the way, it was a real thing, so, like, no spoilers. I don't know. <laughs> I know, Larissa texted She said, no spoilers. I was like, but it's history. <laughs> <laughs> like, that actually happened. Like, it was actually yeah. a thing that happened. And then she said, how many sandwiches did Harry Styles eat? Was like, I was like, he had one piece of toast and about a quarter of a cup of tea. And you it. paid way more attention to Harry Styles than I did. Um... Would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized horse-sized duck? Who's that from? Amanda. These are all from Amanda. Oh. I think I would be absolutely terrified by a horse-sized duck. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. let's just start with I, that. I don't think I. I feel like I could not fight a regular duck. So I'm gonna take the hundred duck-sized horses. I'm gonna take that as well. Yeah, I think so too. You know, and the reason I think about that too is because I always think about like, would I rather fight like a twelfth grader or like. You know, a hundred. Yeah, like something like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go for the little kids. I feel like you get some kicks and stuff in there. Well, they're little. But, like yeah. you can just like hold their heads and right. like push them away from you. Yeah. Like, why would you want to fight something bigger than you? Yeah. yeah. Like, just imagine how big the foot of a horse-sized duck would be. 
And it's Bill. Yeah, like that would come at you and just swallow me whole. Yeah. That's true. It would. Yeah. So let's yeah. You can fucking fly? No. Are you nuts? Yeah, Whereas, like, if you have, like, little tiny yeah. horses that were, yeah. like, the size of ducks. What can a horse really do? It can kind of bite you a little bit, but, it like... It can kind of kick you. But, it, but kick, how but hard is legs are this exactly. big. How hard, yeah. But yeah. geese are fucking mean. They are. That's why you don't want a fucking giant geese yeah. as a horse. Yeah. Horses, though, they're kind of like, you just, like, you lull them into it. You know, rub their hair, feed some carrots, and then BAM! <laughs> 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 There's no animals can, harmed like, in the making of this podcast. <laughs> you can sweep but like, I was thinking about geese. Like, geese are vicious, but they also have like two rows of teeth inside their bills. What? Okay, I did not know that. Have you not seen that? Terrifying. Yeah. I'll, I'll show you a picture. Of it. Just terrifying. I don't want to see. Um, birds are just the worst. Yeah. Um, but yes, geese. That's why. When I was in Dublin, I remember there was some swans in the park um, by my house, and um, there was like they had just had babies and so they were like the little gray they were adorable like they're so cute right? but they were super on alert oh yeah and there was people like trying to get close to like take pictures and stuff and the mama was just like they're so big their wings are huge and i don't love birds i'm mm-hmm. kind of a little terrified and like she just like got really mad and like got up with the wings and i was like oh shit someone's gonna die but no i didn't because <laughs> it was a small child like and i was yeah. just like oh my god where are your parents like, <laughs> terrified um also from Amanda, does anyone really care that Ed Sheeran was on for two minutes of Game of Thrones? Apparently a lot of people did. I don't watch yeah. it, but apparently a lot of people were did like you watch upset it? about I did. it. People were freaking out. Why? Like were they angry? Uh I feel like yeah. Like they they were not it just because it's done such a good job of taking actors that are for the most part at least relatively unknown and using them. Or like character or, actors. Or yeah. yeah. And so I think having, like, a, a relatively big star like that kind of threw it off. But the reason that I enjoyed it was, so you don't watch it. Do you watch any of it? No. Okay. There was a meme anyway. Spoilers, no, by the way. Not even a spoiler, but just that there was a, a meme that went out that they're like, oh, Ed Sheeran, this finally makes sense because there's Brienne of Tarth, who is this um, very large yeah, blonde woman. And then there's, I want to say his name is, like, Torvald or something, or Tormund. He's this, like, wild link who's got wild red hair and this giant beard so when they put those two together <laughs> and Sheeran is their love child because this Torben has a huge crush on Brienne and she cannot stand him like she's so turned off by it so I liked that so I really didn't uh, okay. care I feel yeah, like if you're getting caught up by that you missed lots of people lots were of really annoyed oh yeah like well, mad I, that's why I really didn't like the casting of Johnny Depp in Fantastic Beasts because it immediately pulls you out of it right because mm. you're like I know this thi- this person from so many other things yeah and especially for Ed Sheeran. Yeah. But like, like I get it that he was, but it was like just the a minstrel cameo, and he was like right? singing a song and like mm-hmm. whatever. But. but it was just a cameo. Like it wasn't like he was, you know. I think it wasn't like he was cameo should be non-speaking roles. It though. wasn't like he was like narrating the episode, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, just, I thought it was funny. Yeah. Twitter Twitter made me laugh. Um brownies or ice cream? Brownies. Like real brownies, like real like fudgy brownies that are like really dense. Like, it doesn't matter. Right. You just say brownies and I'm game for it. Oh, okay. shit. Because... What about brownies with ice cream? Oh, put them together. There you go. Yeah. Let's have a dance. <laughs> Done deal. There's a place we go when we play trivia. They have brownies on their menu for dessert. And then you get, like, three little squares. And they're, like, really dense chocolate brownies. They put a little bit of sea salt on them. And then vanilla ice cream and some caramel sauce. So good. You know it's real good? Mm. Discount. DQ. They have the hot fudge brownie. Mm. Oh, yeah. Dessert. And it's yeah. fucking brownie. And then whipped cream. And then a whole thing like almost a whole cone size of ice cream in there oh i got a dq gift card from Stephen at the end of the year nice. and it was so and nice like, to get a change 100 i was like you did not get tim hortons or starbucks like you you know this yeah you were paying attention all year do you know the problem with dq is there's so few of them to go to but you have to like actively what? make a plan well i like 
I know where they are. Know where they are. I live in a magical zone where there is one equal distance from me on either way. So if I go into Windermere or if I go into Twilliger, oh, they're right there. I'm like beautiful. the exact middle. There's so one like on 111th Street, and then there's one like into Mill Woods, which are probably about the same distance away, but like it's, yes. it's not quite as convenient. Mm-hmm. But the one in Mill Woods is open until 11 p.m. I discovered Ooh. that's new, which is the only one in the city. Nice. Um. Apparently, in, Amanda lives in New Jersey, and apparently it's super hot, and her question is, is this hellish summer almost over? Can it be fall yet? And the answer to that question is no. I'm not ready for it to not be Especially over. not there. The humidity on the East Coast like that, like when you were in New Jersey, yeah. it's ridiculous. It not was, a chance. It was real hot. I, like, half the reason I dropped out of law school, aside <laughs> from not wanting to be a lawyer, was trying to avoid having to wear a suit in the summertime in New York on an internship because I thought I would die. I would literally just melt and die in That's suit. fair. Um, okay, she's going to the NHL store to buy cheap jerseys this weekend. What team or player should she buy? Not Eric Graba or Luke Gazdick. Get over it. They're terrible. Get a dry jersey. They're garbage. Like, pick, she... a, pick a guy who's going to, like, be on their team maybe for, like, a, two years instead of <laughs> potentially just a year. She wants only Oilers or just any And Kind of general, but she has a type. She likes dudes with, like, good beards, but, like, uh, okay. that also means that she likes players like Luke Gazdick. I was going to say get a Tavares jersey from the Islanders because next year that's going to be gone. But uh, <laughs> It might be worth something. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I'd um, say any Islanders. That's my impartial. No, she's a Rangers fan. That'll never happen. Yeah. Ooh. Wait, she's a Rangers fan, but she has devil season tickets? Do you know how cheap the devil season tickets are? Mm, we're also... living in a wonderful world. Yeah. Amanda. <laughs> I don't know. But just not grab out orgasmic. Yeah. Even though that's what I know you're going to end up with. Yeah. <laughs> so why'd you ask us? Um, she wants to know why we're taking a hiatus uh, and she feels like it's unnecessary and her community is going to suffer. We're not really. We'll address that in just a minute. Um, and her last question was about actually uh, NHL participation in the Olympics. And this is her thought. Her thought was that they should, the NHLPA should like refuse to participate in the All-Star game without more discussion on the Olympics. That was kind of her thought. So her question is, why is the NHLPA unwilling to stand up for itself, and why can't they take a stand like the U.S. Women's National Team? And my immediate answer is because the NHLPA is made up of a bunch of millionaires um, for whom the livelihood isn't really a question anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Women's National Team, like they're getting paid to train for the Olympics um, because they weren't before. And so, like, they're actually getting paid, like, a, almost a living wage, whereas before they absolutely well, were Well, and the NHLPA is made up of NHL players, right? They're not going to bite the hand that feeds them. No. That no. wouldn't make sense. But that leads us to Malcolm's question. He said, if you were a mid-level NHL free agent, would you take a one-year deal in Switzerland so you could play in the Olympics? Sorry, I was got distracted. So I'm a mid-level free agent. So how much money oh, am I looking yes. at? Yes, the answer is yes. You would, yeah. Yeah. Well, why not? I mean, why well, is that as a theory with Drysdale? A lot of people are wondering that. That if he does that this year, just to play for Germany, because think about it, Drysdale on Team Germany versus like Canada. Canada's like Spangle Cup team. Yeah. 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 I think he could do it. And yeah, Malcolm's so. point was like, you are almost guaranteed to come home a national hero. Well, and Russia's going to win well. the Olympics, the yeah. Olympic tournament, if the NHL doesn't go. Because mm-hmm. they've got, they have the they best, have the KHL, yeah. they have the best professional athletes, I think, outside of North America. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so if the NHL doesn't go, I'm pretty sure. But like, I was looking, someone, someone made a comment about like the NHL All-Star Game logo and how poorly designed it is. Mm-hmm. Um, that if like, they were really serious about the All-Star Game happening, that they would have actually like done really, because they compared it to like the last three and it's like, it looks like someone made it in Microsoft Paint yeah. in comparison to like the other ones. And I was like, well, that's an interesting point. And we'll have, well, we shall see. Hmm. I'd go for sure. I think you pass up the opportunity to go to the Olympics. Like, you at best have 
four of those in your career if you have a long career. If you have a super like long career, like and you're a NHL dominant player. player, like yeah, 100%. I think you gotta go. Especially if, like, you talk to Hockey Canada and they're like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, they'll, we'll they'll have let you, you on go the roster, yeah. for sure. Plus, I just want to stick it to the NHL too. I don't like that whole oh, idea yeah. of unions against like owners and such. I think that, uh, like, that's kind of one of the reasons why, despite as much as I hate him as a player. Richard Sherman, like, I love listening to him on Twitter and stuff and talking because the way he advocates, because he's such an intelligent person. Like, I think people Mm -hmm. forget he went to Stanford and he's intelligent when it comes to those ideas and talking about how, what the things the union has to be able to do, right? And to get it to work. And that's the problem is that the reason why the NFL doesn't have guaranteed contracts, because the union folds on itself every single time, Mm -hmm. because it comes down to that livelihood. And Mm -hmm. some of those guys aren't able to afford to do that because they get spit out so quickly. But it's the only way things are going to change is when they do that. Yeah. Why baseball, they can make $25.2 million a year, right? Because they've gone through the strikes and they've done that and said, this is an equal partnership, right? Yeah. So, That's a fair point. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. Um, do we have anything else? Does it not have any more? Were there, like, soccer questions or was that just... No. No. His okay. soccer thing was just for me to read and I didn't understand half of it. <laughs> okay. I heard just like take the circle and put it in a square. That's about as much as I got of soccer. Don't <laughs> use your hands. Yeah. That's what And I if you remember. accidentally use your hands, it's like a huge calamity. And yeah. like, don't be a weenie if someone like accidentally almost elbows you in the face. Yeah. But like, super be a weenie. But you can yeah. grab someone's nipple though. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Day like that. yeah, that was his tactic of like. Yeah. So. You can do that. Yeah. Um, that's well, that's all we have. Um, just a reminder. Oh, we had those what? FMKs. We did. Oh, that's right. And I screenshot them too, didn't I? You did. Ramble about the thing for a second and I'll find About them. hiatus? Yeah. Okay, so we're technically it's not a hiatus. I'm going to be gone on vacation next week. And then Megan is gone on vacation for the three weeks after that. So Four weeks. Four weeks after that, right. So that's why we um, have recorded ahead our To Kill a Mockingbird book study. Because we wanted to make sure we could still put out oh my god I can't believe I'm saying this content (laughs) (laughs) I said that the other day because on Sunday Sunday I like did some like photo editing and then I like edited this and I wrote a blog post and I was like what the hell you're a good content boy now apparently So yeah, it's not a technical hiatus. Like we're still doing the podcast. It's just nothing live, or but it's nothing live or super recent. It's all ahead of time. So, yeah. um, that's what we mean by that. We're gonna try to maybe do a distance. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We're gonna try to figure that out so that there's something a little more more relevant before September comes. Yeah, everybody yeah. always says that you're gonna try and do long distance, but it's not gonna. Work. <laughs> I know this game. I've been a part of this game. I've cried myself to sleep with this game. <laughs> Well, we I think we have it figured out. I'm going to f- see what happens when I go on the, the Den podcast um, so you can sort of how that works and whatever. And then we'll... Because I'm at least going somewhere, like, I'm not on, like, a tour or whatever, so we're going somewhere we're going to be places for a while, right, so yeah. I should have a, 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 an hour and a half or a couple hours to, like, sit down and chat. Before we do the FMKs, can I ask each of you a question? Sure. Megan, are you going to eat White Castle since we'll be on the East Coast? Um, maybe. Okay. We'll see what happens. Uh, Kelsey, over under for how many days, because you said you and Chris have had about seven days together in the hospital a while, while you're in Jamaica, before you say, Jamaican me crazy over here. <laughs> no, every time I say it, I end it with mon. <laughs> Even in text to my sister, I put mon in brackets. So how, yeah, but that's a good like, question. How many days how many, before yeah. you're, you have that reaction mm, to spending seven days with Chris? Yeah. Like before I'm tired of him? Yeah. Oh, n- we're not like that. Never. No, I meant the like the, the Jamaican crazy, like the oh, specifically yeah. the like the lame dad joke. You're not bringing that out. I'm already doing it. Okay, I was say, I'm <laughs> but like we, trip, the rest of it. we're that gross couple that like 
doesn't get sick of each other at all. I feel like you guys have been dating and together longer than I've been alive. It's I'm been like, 12 that's weird. years. Yeah. You look good for 12. Puberty hit real early. <laughs> that voice just dropped. I'm like starting to feel like self-conscious about it. You're 12. <laughs> Kelsey, like, oh, what deal did I lose? The first time I ever met Kelsey was, um, so we were teaching the same school together and she had walked out of the office just ahead of me, like as we were kind of signing the paperwork and stuff. And I remember thinking like, this is another temp. Like, I got to out-teach her this semester because it's going to be a competition between us to get jobs or whatever. And so I kind of talked to her, like, a little bit, but it wasn't until the At open the house night. Or the oh, photocopier? No. Yes, on the way there where I said something, and she was like, thank God, I thought you were 21 and, like, she were so, Oh, I was angry because yeah. I thought you were young. You thought I was younger than you. Yeah. And, like, she was super, super yeah. pissed. I, what were you thinking about the photocopier? Because I criticized your outfit, apparently, for the photocopier. <laughs> oh, yes. I, that. I don't know what I said, though. I don't know, but I definitely, I know I had a freak out there for a while. I was very high maintenance Because they think you were wearing suspenders. And I Listen, think I said something like, really? Probably. I feel like too, yeah. you wore suspenders and like a plaid shirt one day. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. With my man bun? Was that what it was? No, no it wasn't I the wasn't man bun okay. yet. No. Okay. But you were, you were teaching some dashery and I was like, they're going to eat me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In that outfit. They I really did. I loved that. that. Like, those two classes were hands down the funnest times yeah. I've ever had teaching. And it was literally just because they had this like devised a system they were like mr kelly if you are calm and fine they're like we're gonna work monday to thursday but we want to watch fresh prince on fridays and i was like okay <laughs> that sounds good sure okay, okay i could do that so yeah as beautiful. long as they come hey yeah, making those deals is, is yeah it works okay so um i when we i was talking to aaron to set this up i said you can be sure that we'll, have, we'll make you do some kind of like FMK or something like that. Yeah. And so <laughs> I'm going to go with the suggestions that you gave oh, yeah, me because the okay. they're amazing. And you're the only one that's going to answer these ones. Okay. Um, so Margaret Thatcher, Ronald yeah. Reagan, Stephen Harper. Okay. This is fucking hilarious. It's great. I would um, kill Stephen Harper. Okay. Um, I, I don't, you know, I don't even actually mind him that much out of those three. I just, that's not one I'd be interested in. I'm going to <laughs> F... You've Margaret Thatcher. So much more hot to this one. Just because, what's her nickname again? Like the Iron, the Iron Lady. The Iron Lady. Like the one night with the Iron Lady. Like <laughs> oh that is God. like you would be like, the stories you could tell from that for the rest of your life. You're saying like there's a reason for that. hundred percent. You got to find out why does she have that nickname? Okay, yeah. fair, fair. And then Ronald Reagan. I feel like you could marry him, but then he's an actor. You could kind of just you know he'd be off in the distance. So if you didn't really okay. want to be married to him, he could kind of let him do his own thing, and you know. That seems reasonable, actually. So, I that's like why it. I'd go for it. But basically, Margaret Thatcher is the whole, like, crux of that, and then it just falls from there. Yeah. I, I, you thought a lot about that. Um, also, Maverick, Goose, and Iceman. Oh, shit. Aaron, killing okay. it. I have to marry Goose. Mm-hmm. I cannot watch, and I cannot go through him dying ever again. So I have to marry him so that I have enough time to figure out a way to keep him alive forever. And 100%, we're never going near a plane or the ocean. The entire state of California is, no, we're not even going down there. Maybe the lower 48, it's not happening. Oh my god. Um, You're going to live in like North Dakota, like just away from. Somewhere. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wait, so you're positing you're some type of time traveling (laughs) wife. I'm going to figure, Yes. 
Goose and I have been writing letters to each other through a mailbox. Oh, yes! It's going back and forth. So that I would do there. And then who do I want to kill and who do I want to F? Uh, again, I think it's not a matter of who I want to kill. I think I would rather F Val Kilmer. I think. Yeah, like, that's you know, what I was going to say the same thing. Like, honestly, some of those those scenes in there, like, he's, you know. And plus, Tom Cruise is just. Yeah, yeah. there's that. So Yeah, no, that's fair. He's done. Sorry. I agree. Yeah. And then if you kill him, then he can't be in the Jack Reacher movies, and then everyone wins. See, and here's the thing. I actually liked, because I, I didn't watch any of that, so I watched that first thing until, again, I was listening to this podcast, and you were like, he's supposed to be 6'5 and 240. I'm like, well, that's not a thing then. Like, that was terrible. <laughs> I know. And I, I just, uh, last weekend, I watched the second one. I hadn't seen it yet, and I watched it with a buddy of mine. And um, it was better than the first one, Okay, I thought. Like, yeah. just because of the he wasn't as so much of like an action hero and yeah. so it didn't bother me quite so much but it still is very distracting to me because like he should be a big burly man and he's not he's Tom Cruise and it's just because the book that I read he's super not an action hero no like he's pretty much an assassin yeah, yeah. that's what he does yeah. yeah and that's fine but he's but it's also what I like about it is like the juxtaposition of him being like really good at that but also like being this like very large man in this world yeah. that he's still able to do all of these things like mm-hmm. quietly and like very silently and almost invisibly right and yeah. just like disappear whereas like I feel like 5'7 Tom Cruise can like legitimately disappear well he can yeah. hide behind a bush and disappear <laughs> and our last one that Aaron Kelly suggested um from Game of Thrones uh Sansa Stark yep and Daenerys yep. and Marjorie. see now this one's kind of not fair <laughs> because um part of being a phys ed teacher is you also get defaulted into being an outdoor ed teacher and so, because of that, I go on this outdoor ed trip, and it's, like, a legitimate, like, you're out camping in the woods for three days, like, the kids are sleeping in lean-tos. Mm-hmm. And so, while you're waiting for all these teenagers to fall asleep, you really don't have a whole lot to do with the other, like, you know, teacher supervisors, except for play all these FMKs. Okay. And so, this one has come up before, so I've kind of had a little bit of background experience into it. So, again, I'm going to say that I would kill Sansa only because Mm. she frustrated like if the problem is is she frustrated me so much in the first few seasons of the series just she wasn't my cup of tea now Sansa she might have changed it but too much time has passed I can't forget the past um so I'm I can't move on I can't for I can't unseen what I've seen so um I think I would marry Marjorie and Mm -hmm. only because in what I've seen of her she is so dedicated and fiercely intense about the person that she's with that I think that as like a spouse that you'd want that you know somebody having your back like that and having that support all the time yeah so I think that would just be unreal um and then I'm gonna F Daenerys because here's the thing she's really hot she's She's the mother of dragons but that's the thing if you don't do a good job of it You've got dragons coming after you. That's a lot of performance anxiety that I've got to be afraid of. That you know that, like, this is, like, you do this badly, yeah. you're burnt to a crisp. So I only want one shot at it. That's it. And no more. Fair. Then I'm, I'm gone and out. That seems fair. So. You give a lot of thought to it. And yeah. then you become the kill for her. Oh. <laughs> wow, there you go. That's it, okay. We should give him the original one that I did. The one that I gave you? Yeah. Oscar Kotlam. Yep. Leon Dreisaitl. Mm-hmm. Taylor Hall. Well, that, that's different for me because I don't have the same attachment, right? So, Did you not hear our answers to it? I, I feel murdered like, two people. You did. Oh. Um, okay, I would spend one night 
with Leon. Um, okay. Because I want to learn a little bit of German before my trip. <laughs> so I feel like picking up some of the stuff that he would give me <laughs> would be very useful and beneficial. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can't not look at a person like Clefbaum and only want to F them one time. I think that's like you need an entire lifetime of that. And again, Ooh. similar to the goose scenario, I would try and find something where I could rent him from aging. Because I don't know what he's going to look like when he's older, and I just want this image of Clefbaum now. For abs, yeah. So then I'm going to ask Mr. Golden get, Retriever. Get out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't Sorry. matter. People have their opinions. They're wrong. But they I think you've got the right thing. Like Yeah. You, but with a European, I feel like that would be an experience. Oh, yeah. Just like the it's one just night. Like yeah. different li- they've got different approaches. That's true. Yeah. Love and nudity and sexuality. Yeah. Yep. It's Whenever I think about that, I always think about that, that like whatever German couple in Super Troopers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, like, right? you, like, I always <laughs> think about is it the Italian guy in Eurotrip? I think so. I in think the Italian train guy. ride? I think so. That's Italian. what I always get back to. Yeah. So, you know, he's up for anything. It really is. It's and that's true. why I'm thinking the two of them. They're both German. Taylor Hall, Ontario. Nah, not for me. The Kingston Cannonball, which Kelsey just learned last night, was the nickname for Portugal. And I looked at her and was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I'm not okay with that nickname. It was real fast. But it's a real dumb nickname. But he failed his boating exam twice and it was open book. I'm just saying. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. What kind um, of questions are on a boating exam, do you think, like... Oh, they're not hard. Like, is it like... It's a really good thing that he's got to keep the boat afloat? <laughs> no, of, yeah. there's like, a lot about, like... It's not a lot of them... Because I was watching Chris when he did his, because yeah. I just refused. But there's, like, a lot of, like, what color lights have to be on mm-hmm. certain sides oh, okay. of the boat. So and, it's... like, if you're approached by a vessel that is this big, which mm-hmm. side do you have to... Like, it's yeah. very technical. It's very shit. technical, okay. but it's also, like, open book, so yeah. learn how to read it there. True. Friend. Anyway, um, that's but okay, I'm, I feel oh. like we have to talk about this. Okay, okay. Even I need to leave here in yeah. three minutes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, we don't even. That's that's, <laughs> oh, well, I'll say that for. There's a difference between failing by one question. I know, I know. Which is like the conversation that I had at work one day with that like diploma exam stuff came out, and they're talking mm-hmm. about like the drop in marks from like the school awarded mark to the diploma exam mark and they're saying like this percentage of kids passed the course but failed the exam and I was like yeah but what if they passed the course with a 50 yeah. and got 47 on the exam it's only a 3% discrepancy yeah. freaking like 12 things yeah but also but also yeah. like it's such a small it can be small, such a small because yeah. I had yeah. kids last semester who like had like 52, 53 and got like 49 on the exam they still passed the course because yeah. of the way the math works out but yeah. they technically they fit into yeah, that exactly. pass the course failed exam so yeah. like you're right you're, that's fair um, but he still had to take it twice. I think he failed it twice. He might have taken it three times. He's not... I know. <laughs> he's he's was... a hockey player. He was, he was not like an academic all-Canadian. I know. give understand. unfair expectations. To anybody. Yes. In anything. No. Can't expect perfection in all things. No. Especially women's sports writing. Boom! There it is. All right. That's all we got. <laughs> Um, thanks so much for listening. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud and Google Play and Stitcher, I think, probably. I don't know. I've never actually looked. I should look at Stitcher because they actually give you, like, real stats. But no oh, one what? probably listens there. So, anyway. Oh. Um, also, if anyone knows anything about SoundCloud shutting down or, like, if anyone hears anything, like, legit about that, let us know. Because we got to maybe find a solution. I don't think it's legit, but sure. Um, you can follow us uh, on Twitter at GarbageFirePod. And you can find me on Twitter at Big14. Uh, I'm at Garbage Fire Kels, and we also have an email, garbagefirepodcast.gmail.com, and a website, garbagefirepod.wordpress.com. And can people find you on the internet? 
They probably can, but I actually don't know my Twitter handle, so I'm going to be honest. You, you probably aren't missing very much. If you were really so inclined, just look at Kelsey or Megan's and you'll find me on there somewhere. I think it's like A. Kelly 5. That sounds right. It's me? Yes, Is that a. right? A. Kelly underscore 5. We'll tag you in the Thank you. Twitter that, Yeah, my followers are going to double now. <laughs> Two to four. I was just going to say, from us to like <laughs> yeah. a couple other people. Yeah. Um, I'm like super close to 300. I'm like 292. Are you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um... You All right, have like nineteen hundred. That's incredible. Seventeen. Yeah, and I'm gonna sound like a real dick here. I've been on Twitter for like mm, eleven years, so like that's not all that much in comparison to like people that I know. Oh, that's because you're fighting with everyone all the time. Yeah, that's because I'm a girl. I think. <laughs> Pretty sure that's part of it. Um, that's absolutely all I have. Thank you so much for coming in. This Thank was you for awesome. having me. I like, legitimately thought this was such like a hoax that you're going to be like, oh, come on out. And then I was going to come here, and this actually isn't a house. And you're going to be like, back at you. Here you go. That's what it's about. I had a and, like, numerous ideas about this last night. Yeah. Yeah. We just like would not, not answer the door yeah. or sit here and then just and talk. Just and just just <laughs> I legitimately thought about that for a while. So. No, we would yeah. never do that. Too. I couldn't no. have kept that going. I would never do that. Disgusting. Say. No, then you would have laughed, and then the no. rules would have been up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming in. This is awesome. Yeah, I'm happy to do it anytime. Time. I'm very terrified to listen to my own voice because I actually don't it's know what it's like. It's a weird thing. It fucking so. sucks. Yeah. And I hate it every hate time. It. <laughs> like, when I listen to you, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Oh, yeah, that's what Avery sounds like. Yeah, Kyle sounds like that. I'm yeah. like, I don't sound like that, but apparently I do. So. <laughs> and then I think about my poor students. I know. They have it the worst for us They here. really do. Which is why today I put on the audiobook for Shawshank because uh, nobody needs to listen to me reading for two hours. Okay, I know you have to go in three minutes, but can I tell you a quick story about an audiobook? Okay. Yeah. So, um, before I was a teacher, I was an EA, and I was uh, supervising a class at the end of the day just because the teacher had to run out, and this kid was reading his book and listening to the audiobook, and it's called Touching Spirit Bear, and he's reading it, and he's falling asleep, and falling asleep, and falling, and I'm watching this from the desk, and all of a sudden he goes, bam, and his head hit the table, and he packs up, and he goes, whoa, are you okay? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm do you have a concussion? Like, are you okay? Like, that that was a thumb. So, I've loved audiobooks ever since then. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. That's sweet, yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? Oh, man, that's good. What a compassionate student. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? That's, I like that. Selflessness. Yeah. Looking out for me. That's funny. Um, okay. That's it. That's all we got. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in the dumpster. <laughs>